0: Good morning, sports fans. Fill up that coffee cup and that bowl. Sit back and relax. Because, live from Colorado, it's time for the sports offensive. morning out there, sports fans. Welcome to the Sports Offensive. I am your host, Mark Ademas, coming to you live from the Broomfield Studios here for TSO. Uh, one of our co-hosts may not be here today. I'm not sure. I haven't heard from him. Uh, you know how Friday night can be uh, around these parts. Uh, but uh, today we are planning to cover the NBA All-Star game that's coming up, especially uh, the drafting that should be taking place. I, I don't know if it's today or tomorrow or I'm, I'm guessing it's sometime soon. Uh, uh, for the game,
1: uh, for, uh, the draft is going to take place live February 7th on TV.
0: Oh, so when's the
1: all-star game? Uh, the all-star game is gotta be like the 14th day the, the the Valentine's or day. Is it the eighth? Oh. It's, it's right around. It's... Oh, that's interesting. So they're not gonna have any
0: time to like practice together or anything.
1: Oh no, this is kind of, you get thrown right into the mix. I think it's really I mean, what it like it matters, right? Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. no fouls being called. Exactly.
0: It's just running up and down the court full speed. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, when you find that, go ahead and chime in. Um, we're also going to chat about the MLB Hall of Fame inductions and the non-inductions, if you catch my meaning. Uh, we also want to review the NFC, NFC Championship game, maybe a tiny bit of a Super Bowl preview. Uh, we can also do more of that next week. We, you know, you had a whole week off with the Pro Bowl waiting for that Super Bowl matchup, which uh, should be a good one. But uh, let's see. it looks like the what now? 17th. So the game is on the 17th. Yeah. What time is that?
1: Uh, it is uh, six, o'clock East, or 6 o'clock our time 8 o'clock Eastern on TNT
0: And that must be a Sunday because Valentine's Day yeah. is on Thursday It so. is a Sunday
1: and uh, they will be Doing the reserves uh, Picking the reserves next week
0: Oh, um, okay. Before the
1: draft, and that's why they're going to they're gonna be doing it. So.
0: well, they better pick Joe, uh, Joe Kitscher. What, what is his name for the Nuggets? Uh, Joe, Joe Kitscher was wrong. suspended last night because he yeah, went on the Yeah, That's not fair. <laughs> why didn't everybody else get suspended? Wow, well, I mean, that's gotta, a whole gotta, other
1: story there. You got to protect your boys.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, the last thing is we do want to re- review the top 10 fantasy baseball players using the head to head scoring in the ESPN default list. Just want to run through what they are showing as our top 10 right now. Things are going to change. We still don't even have Machado. Or Bryce Harper signed to a team. So things will change. But you know what? It's not that big of a freak out. It may seem odd. But as Will Pond was saying, on part of the interruption, last year, Darvish wasn't signed until February. Yep. And. Gosh, you named two or three other people and I forget who they were, but and, and the bigger stars that were not signed.
1: Yeah, they all held out until the, uh, the very last second last year, is really what happened.
0: And anyway, I mean, I think the owners might be colluding a little bit. I don't know if it's, a, it's a necessarily on a purpose collusion, but I think they've all decided if they do a little bit less signing early and a little bit less of these crazy contracts that they were signing, they're much less likely to get burned.
1: Yeah, and I think that you hit it right on the head right there. I mean, these guys are holding out a little bit, and I think the owners are getting a little more leverage of not putting that huge contract out there right at the start of free agency to get the guy they want.
0: And I think too many players... Have signed big contracts and not delivered.
1: Yeah, that's true too. I mean, there, you got a whole bunch of players out there that did sign those big contracts that had down years last year and they were the year before actually, and because last year was the first year we saw the trend where you know, like the U. Darvish didn't get signed till right at the end.
0: Right. So I I, I don't I don't really blame the owners for that. Uh, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it, it, you are running a business and yeah. it labor's your highest cost.
1: Well, so. and, and a lot of times, you know, we always want to be on like the NFLPA, the player side, and this and that and the other thing, but we got to remember. The owner wants to run the team and operate in the black and not the red.
0: Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> you're trying to win for your team. And if you're a smaller market team, you know, maybe the Dodgers, you wouldn't think this or the Boston Red Sox or the Yankees. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of teams that aren't uber wealthy. I mean, they're wealthy yeah. compared to you and me, well, yeah. but they're not wealthy in the baseball sense. You uh, know, they you don't have a market deal.
1: Kansas City compared to the Yankees and what they can spend. I exactly. mean, come on, it's, it's completely out of proportion. Exactly.
0: I, 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 just, I, you know, I think it's important for fans to remember, you want your team to compete. And even the Dodgers, right? So the Dodgers signed A.J. Pollock, which a yep. good player. At least he was that one year he was healthy. He mm-hmm. hasn't really had a full year since or looked that great I would since. Say,
1: I, don't, I don't remember having one. I was going to ask you about <laughs> that.
0: Nope. The breakout year was phenomenal since then. He's just been hurt all the time. Yeah. And, you know, but it's okay to sign him for a four-year, I don't know if it was $50 million or something. I mean, a lot of money. but
1: It was a decent amount of money.
0: They had a guy that has a really good road in a way and left and right splits. They thought it was one guy that could just leave out there to play all the time when he's there. They've still got a glut of outfielders. They, and, and it keeps them below the luxury tax. And it that does, was a big does. deal, was they wanted to save that money. Um, so even, you know, even a team like the Dodgers, who are rolling in cash, they're trying to be fiscally prudent. And uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, I think that they're they're playing the long game and not the short game.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that's the, the I think that's what we're going to be seeing over the next couple with these mega deals in the NBA coming out left and right. You know, with the way they're getting paid, I, I think you're going to see the owners being a little more um, not I'm going to say transparent, but a little more cautious in the deals they want to give out over the long term deal or long term time here, just because I mean you you can't blow a huge fortune on a guy and have him not produce at all. I mean it and, it's just puts you in a really bad financial position.
0: And if the guy does produce and he does stay healthy, then the money that, cause they all of these big contracts now they sign in with like an AIG or whoever has an mm-hmm. insurance thing and say, oh, I'm gonna pay all this much in a premium and then this guy goes down you're going to cover half of his salary or something like that. Oh,
1: exactly. That. I mean, who, who's the contract that the Mets are still paying, or who? Or
0: oh, uh, the, Bobby Bonilla. B- Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, I mean they're paying. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're paying that guy. What is it, twelve <laughs> or twenty million dollars, or eight million dollars a year? Something I, like that. It might be twenty. Might be it, twenty million it, a year for like well another like seven or eight years. Uh, you know, hey, that, that's the kind of job that I need. You know, <laughs> yeah, where I'm getting paid to me. do nothing and getting paid millions. We and, and the thing is, you haven't heard a word from Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> oh
1: no, 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 in a he long has, time. I, ha- I don't remember the last time I ever even see him give an interview. <laughs> but he's probably
0: in the Cayman Islands like why would I even yeah. be anywhere else I'm getting paid all this money I'm just going to sit on the beach and drink you know I mean what well, kind of live in the dream you know so yeah
1: well that'll, that'll take us in after we do the trivia question to the, uh, the Caribbean series in Venezuela the U.S. diplomats getting pulled down and they might either they're trying to figure out right now if they're going to cancel the Caribbean series or if they're going to move it somewhere it, for uh, baseball Oh, there was a Caribbean series, yeah, the Caribbean series are supposed to start well they're going were going to make the determination yesterday, and I didn 't check the sports line this morning to see if they the Kansas removed it yeah,
0: there's a whole bunch of chaos, with, yeah like, there was an election there, and I mean if people don't know what happened in Venezuela, just to give you like a two second recap they they kind of elected like um a a peasant type of of yep. leader uh, or a guy who came from a peasant background. Mm-hmm. He basically took everything from the rich and gave it to the poor, and the poor weren't really really very good in. Uh, managing these things because they never done it before. Right. And the en- entire economy was basically funded by their oil production. Mm-hmm. And as anyone who's had their filled their car up, I mean, just what happened just in the last, like two weeks, right? Like two weeks ago, I filled up my gas tank and it was like 40 bucks. And then it's oh, yeah. now, it was like 22 bucks.
1: Well, yeah, $1.99 right across from my place. You go up the line, it's $1.89. I forgot to look what it's on the corner here. Cause I was going to fill up. I probably buy at least a $1.91 up by, by you here.
0: I When I filled up on, Tuesday it was a dollar with my oh, ten cent well, discount. 10, 10, yeah. But I mean, dollar sixty seven is still really good oh, because that's, yeah. that's a
1: low. A dollar sixty
0: seven for a gallon of gas. Yeah, it's really. That's now, not remember, very much money. the
1: the Venezuelan oil is uh, your Valeros and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. your main Venezuelan right. oils. and And uh, yeah, I mean you. I mean the, the 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 price on the barrel crude has just collapsed. Right. Here over the last and and few that
0: was how they were basically subsisting for the entire country by yeah. buying all the food for the grocery stores and things were coming from the oil money. Yep. So the price of oil you know, collapsed because of OPEC pumping out so much. And then they had a new election, right, because mm-hmm. people were just fleeing everywhere. I have a friend that lives in Trinidad and Tobago. Okay. He lives right on the port of Spain. And uh, he's just been telling me, like, they're freaking out because they're expecting floods of these refugees. Mm-hmm. I and mean, like they're, they're a poor country out themselves. Oh, like, yeah. We can't, we can't take these people and, and, and help them because we don't, we don't have enough they don't for have ourselves. Either, you
1: know? They can't subsidize any, any expenditures to help refugees
0: out. Right. And so you got to think if there's that kind of like, if there's that kind of upheaval going on in the cities and everything, do you want to have your, your best athletes, you know, taking a risk? Exactly. And, you know, I mean, when a government's in flux, you don't ever yep. know what kind of security you have. So, exactly. so I, 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 I I would be not shocked if they canceled that that series. I didn't even remember that they had one in the Caribbean. I guess I keep thinking of the of the, um, the what is the uh, all the all world class? What do they call it? The baseball uh, classic,
1: the, the World Classic or something? Baseball class, yeah. baseball World Classic. Uh, uh, but see, yeah, they still do that's, the thing. Nate, Nate would know. Yeah, Nate would know. <laughs> uh, they still I do think the Caribbean a series, classic. but um, um, I, 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 they're going to make an announcement yesterday, and I just didn't see it. Uh,
0: well, while JP is looking that up, we want to do real quick, uh, remind you, if you could do us a favor, go to uh, Facebook and like our page, go to Twitter and follow us. We're at the handle at the SPT offensive on both sides. You can find us on Instagram as well. There you'll find us under the handle, the sports offensive with underscores between the words. You can head to our station website at the While you're there, you can listen to live shows. You can learn about us. You can learn about all the shows that are on our program. Uh, or on our station, and you can also listen to all the prior episodes, again, at thesportsoffensive.com. You can always catch us live via the Blog Talk Radio on our site. You can check us out on demand at Blog Talk Radio, Tune in, iHeart, Stitcher, and as an iTunes podcast. We do want to thank our show supporters, Health Guru, EK Fit, Idiot Cult T-shirts, and the Space Savers at Operation Organized. Find all of them and links to their sites on our website, again, at thesportsoffensive.com. You can. We love callers. You can always call in at 929-477-3204. Again, 929-477-3204. JP, what'd you find out?
1: Well, right now, um, I still got a one, day, one uh, day old information here. It doesn't look like they've made the decision yet. Okay. Uh, the two possible countries they would move them to would be Panama or Colombia. And neither of those countries oh, have Colombia. It. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like my <laughs> Colombian women. Um, they don't have participating countries in the actual tournament. So it's, they're oh, at a disadvantage. Yeah. And it, and it costs about $3 million uh, for a new country to start hosting it within a week. So oh, it's, right. Yeah, because it's, it's supposed right. to start February enough, 2nd. Do you
0: even have enough baseball stadiums?
1: Exactly. So I, I, this is interesting. Like I said, that's that's as of ESPN as a go. Oh, I don't see any <sighs>
0: – And, you know, I'm not sure if Manny, Manny Machado was born in the U.S. or if he was born abroad. I wonder if he's supposed to be in that series.
1: You know, that's a really good question.
0: He probably wouldn't risk playing.
1: I, I don't think he'd risk playing. Right.
0: I mean – Maybe you do it to showcase yourself, but yeah. I mean he played well in the playoffs, so you've got your showcase. You know he's a great talent. It's yeah. just whether or not you want to deal with the headache and exactly. You know, I know the Dodgers haven't even like sniffed at him, which is kind of shocking. But I did hear that they might look in the mid season to trade or at some point in the season to trade for uh, you know, uh, Corey Kluber mm-hmm. or uh who was the other person they were talking about? It wasn't a pitcher, it was a position player. Oh, uh Real Muto, the uh, yep. catcher yep. for the Marlins. Yep. 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 And uh, I'd love to see them pick up Rail Muto. Yeah. Um I don't know if they would to get rid of somebody at some point to cover that. but um, And just on a side note before we get into everything normal, uh, Adrian Beltre is going to be his number retired, jersey retired by the Texas Rangers, mm-hmm. only the third person in their history. Yep. You think about the fact that he started with the Dodgers, right, in a few okay seasons. He had, obviously had talent but didn't, didn't play great. And then he had a bone spur in his ankle – um, not his ankle but his, uh, his heel. His heel, yeah. So. so he couldn't put, like, big pressure on it. And because of that, it forced him to keep his weight off his front foot when he was hitting. Mm -hmm. And for the first time in his career, he stayed back on the ball. And the guy had an MVP caliber season. He should have won the award. He should have hit 50 homers. Uh, I think he batted like 325 with, I don't know, 47 homers and 130 RBIs or something like that. It was an amazing season. Dodgers decided not to sign him. Then he went to the Mariners had a good career with the Mariners. I mean, he did. Then I think it was, he went to Boston after that and he would crushed it for the Red Sox. Then he went to the Rangers and did well enough. He'd have his number retired. Yep. And he just quit playing like not that long this ago year,
1: last year. Yeah, I was going to say it isn't, it's not been that long. Yeah. Long. <laughs> I think, I think he might've
0: even been on the roster last year and then got injured or something, or maybe he retired off season. I can't remember, but all I know is uh, boy, the Dodgers could have just kept him.
1: Yeah. And uh, boy, they'd had a, they'd had a
0: good third baseman for the last, how many years 22 years yeah so anyway you know no no crying over spilled milk no
1: so, no you can't look in the hind- hindsight is always 20 20 exactly you know well in
0: my case maybe about you know like uh 15 20 or something <laughs> like that i mean my, my vision is pretty bad uh so we got two offensive trivia questions yeah. i'll do the first one let's we'll okay. do the one that we each did yep uh so my first question was what are the most all-star votes in one year in the nba now this year, the record was broken because there's more votes than ever before because yeah. of, you know, cell phones and things like that. So I, I, I will include that answer, yeah. but I'm actually thinking of the person prior, prior. to this okay. current okay. season because if anyway, if you're paying attention at all to this season, you know who that is. So oh, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, And then we're also going to have the uh, adventure of trying to see if I can pronounce the last name for Giannis from Greece. <laughs> and then, JP, what was your question?
1: You know, okay, so I, I saw this one come across uh, – uh, another sports station the other morning very early at about 4 o'clock a.m. And I loved it because it's, it's, uh, it's a really good question. You think back in all the Super Bowls and all the great, you know, running backs. And so so who is the only person to rush for three TDs in the Super Bowl? That's rushing TDs, not a catch TD and a rush TD. It's three rushing TDs.
0: And so, all I keep thinking is it's got to be a trick question, and it's like a quarterback who was doing sneaks on the goal line or something. But um, I'll have some guesses. I'll have some yep, good yep, guesses. That's, that's a great question, though. And it get,
1: it is, because I started thinking about it, and I looked up the other kind of people who you think of, and I'm like, oh, wow. I'm like, look at that, look at that, look at that, look at It's like, that's a really interesting question.
0: Yeah, boy, I can. Wow, there's a lot of echoes. You going got a little on the echo on the desk, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, There's a lot of players that that could be. I mean, there are so many great players but well, it's like
1: did they play the in the M. super bowl
0: Smith, the roger
1: Craig's, you know think about all those guys. right i mean
0: the like Gale sayers and yeah the, and the jim brown i don't know if jim brown was ever in a super bowl uh, I'm that's a really good question that's, i
1: think it was the super uh-huh. Bowls before his time oh they didn't have super Bowls. Yeah. Yet? we know we know who it's not be. it's not walter payton because they gave it to the fridge on the goal line that's right that's <laughs> right i forgot about that yeah yeah so
0: that's a good question i'll be i'll be thinking about that a little bit here um Want to let everybody know out there? I went and saw the movie uh, Glass last night, and actually I went with uh, our co-host that's not here. So there's
1: there's an empty, there's an empty headset.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So he wasn't loaded or anything. So I think you must just must just not set the alarm or something. But uh, if you are an M Night Shyamalan fan and you have seen both Breaking, uh, no Unbreakable and Split. I saw the first you'll, one. You'll love this movie. Do not go see this movie before you see Split. Right. You could actually not see Unbreakable and probably be okay, mm-hmm. although I wouldn't advise it. If you haven't seen Split, you're going to be baffled because they a lot of stuff they just kind of walked walked right into it on um, yeah. Yeah. following up on Split. I, I'm,
1: what I what I would, what I want to do is I actually want to go see Unbreakable, Split, and then this. Just this because I knew, I'm, I Unbreakable I saw so long ago. I mean, what I mean, even a year maybe that might have come out mid '90s. Oh, I think, it's, yeah, I think it's 13 years ago.
0: I was going to say, it's, it's, like a,
1: it's a while ago.
0: And uh, what's really crazy is the son of Bruce Willis in that movie, they cast the same actor as his son okay. in this movie, and boy, you can tell. I mean, that, that, it was a little kid in that movie. Yeah. An adult yeah movie, but a, boy, he looks like the same and, person. And,
1: and the reason I remember that, cause I remember the purple collar on um, Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. And then I remember Bruce Willis worked at Franklin field in Philadelphia. Ah, cause they, they, they filmed a lot of it at Franklin field. He was one of the guys that worked nice. there. So that's so that's because I, as soon as I saw the previews for, uh, uh, gl- uh, uh, the class, I was like, this is reminding me of someone. And that's mm-hmm. when I asked you guys last week and I'm like, ah, oh, great. Now, now I get it. Yeah. So it's a
0: trilogy now, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, there may be more coming based on how this movie went, but um, let me just say this: it was not what I thought it was going to be at all. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was fantastic. Cool. So unlike my feelings on the Last Jedi, where Ryan Johnson tried to subvert expectations and it's horrible, this one subverted my expectations and was fantastic. Right. In fact, it might be my favorite movie outside of up from M Night Shyamalan outside of Lady in the Water, which okay. a lot of people don't like that one, but that's actually my favorite of his. So. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend going to see that if you're a fan of his films. Yeah. So just want to put that out there, and uh, I don't count The Airbender as one of his films. Cause I think it was made for kids, and mm-hmm. I think he did a horror film. Not not kind of not kind of split. I feel like he did a horror film, and or directed a horror film. But I don't know if he
1: wrote it or not. But I wouldn't know the answer to that one. Yeah, <laughs> I'll <tie my> <laughs> I just my mind's just going in all sorts of directions. So
0: jumping over to the NBA, so uh, it, we've got a great season going in the NBA. I mean, we, do, we got do. the Bucks in first place in the. In the uh, East, we've got the Nuggets in second place in the West. There's a lot of teams that are not prototypical of what you would expect in an NBA season, and I think that's a great thing. It kind of makes it more exciting. So, for the East, we've got the Bucks in first, then the Raptors, then the Pacers, the Sixers, the Celtics, the Nets, the Heat, and the Hornets are all the playoff contenders or, or currently in the playoff position. Mm-hmm. The C- Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron leaves last year. They are in the finals. They have nine Wins, so just kind of goes to show you something there. In fact, you look at the Lakers since he's been out with his groin injury, and they've been abysmal. But I'm, I think when he comes back, he'll at least get them into the playoffs. We'll see what happens. They're one game above 500, one game out of the playoffs.
1: They're going to lose. They lose uh, Lonzo now too for a little bit.
0: Oh, I saw that. And I was like, yeah. that was a hammy or the
1: keelys? Uh, I think it was his hamstring that he hurt earlier in the year. And I think he re-injured it. Okay. Cause I thought off, you guys head, carrying yeah.
0: him off the, off yeah, the court. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, He's going to be gone for a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah. That's never uh, never a positive sign, but you know what? Get your injuries done early. We saw the Warriors looking pedestrian and then they got Steph Curry back and they got uh, boogie back. And uh, now they're, you know, they're, what, they're, nine, and, nine one. and one
1: in the last 10. And yeah, they, so. they, they play tonight. They, so, they play Boston tonight, actually. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, and they Irving, play Boston. They played him in Boston too.
0: And Irving's fine, right? He's yeah. He was just he's playing right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so the the Western Conference goes: the Warriors, the Nuggets, the Thunder, the Pacers, the Rockets, the Jazz, the Spurs, and the Clippers, which is kind of a surprise. I want to say this. So we talk about how Harden is having an amazing, epic scoring season.
1: Yeah. Yes, he is.
0: I mean, I he's got like what fifty like three times and well, over he, 40 he just had like
1: 61 at a MSG on Wednesday night or Thursday night uh no Wednesday night and um he went for only 35 which makes his over 30 point total uh 22 games now since December 13th and most of them are on which means he's bringing the ball up himself and shooting
0: now that is the point I was going
1: to get that's to. the point I think
0: all of us want to get to I think the rockets are going the fans are going to be really disappointed in the playoffs because in the playoffs, defense is top-notch, and you're not going to just score on your own. You can't do all
1: ice. That's one of the – it's one of the hardest things to do is basically just make yourself the number one player of just a pure shooter because, I mean, if you have a down shooting night – and CP3 is supposed to come back tomorrow, maybe – they're, they're they're shooting for tomorrow that certainly helps yeah but it, i mean if you have a one-dimensional team like that where you, you're not getting even assists to people or he's getting a, people are getting him assists, and he's bringing the ball up well then you're gonna double him right and if he goes cold you're in trouble yeah
0: I, I i think that it's gonna it's a spells disaster for the Rockets. yeah but maybe they can get a player uh I don't know what happened with Carmelo Anthony. Wasn't he supposed to go play for the Rockets?
1: And... Well, he played, and they just stunk. And then they uh, they dealt. I don't even know who they dealt him with. They were going to wait for the right situation to deal him. And I just, I or would... they just release him. I don't and know. I, I'm not sure what actually happened to him.
0: Yeah, because I, I, I remember there was all that chaos in the beginning of the year. Yeah. after he'd gone to the Thunder and all that kind of stuff. And he you just know... didn't
1: fit in his his style. He's he's older. His style isn't fitting in with the way he, he's not a bench player. He never was, well, a
0: bench and he player. never he never played defense. Yeah, and so when he can't shoot anymore or become a prolific scorer, he's just kind of worthless. And he, yeah. didn't, he didn't really ever – it never seemed like he learned to adjust his game. You know how, like, a player, mm-hmm. they start to lose their athletic ability as they get older, we all do, and, but, they ha- but they can replace it with sh- super sharp knowledge of the game yeah. and awareness and, and using their experience. Like, how many times you and I are watching the game on TV, whatever sport, and you see a player do something stupid, And you're like, what is wrong with that guy? I mean, that's like the prototypical thing you don't want to do. And I think what actually ends up happening is that we forget that we have 40, however many years of life experience. And we've been watching sports for at least two thirds of that time. Mm -hmm. And these guys are, you know, like 22. And it's like at 22, how many stupid things did we do? Or how little did we think about Mm -hmm. things? And it is really, really kind of shows up for me in two places. One is in football. Where they make a uh, a really bad timed penalty or holding call, mm-hmm. and you're like you or, or or especially the block in the back, right oh, or like, yeah, on a yeah. kickoff return, you're like no one's gonna not see you do that. You're out yeah. in the middle of the field. Yeah. Everyone's gonna see that. The referee's gonna going nail you everybody. That. But then you think, oh, you know what? They don't know that. They've only been playing in college where the officiating is not as sharp. You know, they don't have as many refs on the field. And they in high school they probably didn't get called for anything. So, you know, it's, it's an experience thing. They have to learn. Where I see it in basketball is when a team is up by four points and they foul a guy shooting a three-pointer. Oh, that's – Or up thing. by up by yeah. three and they foul him taking a three-pointer. But I think it's the – it's the it, no, it's the fouling on a three-pointer, right? Because if, if you're up by three, they sink that three and you foul them, then they get a shot. They get a shot. And they Sorry, can get four, the four points point, and take you point out. Point. And I remember Indiana University did that to Duke, and they were up by the three and – or they were up by four, and the guy – they actually fouled them on the foul mm-hmm. line or something like that. I, I, it was back when um, – it was the guy that took over for Bobby Knight when he got fired oh, okay um, it was, uh, what was his name he didn't actually i mean he, he actually took the team to the finals the next year,
1: he but did. then it was
0: uh, oh he went somewhere else after Indiana because they he kind of soured there quickly oh
1: man what was his name I'm testing my sports knowledge <laughs> here, and i I know hear he's talking about i can 't think of his
0: name though uh, if my stepdad's listening, maybe he can text over or or uh, our, fa- our fan perry can can maybe uh, shoot me a quick message. Uh, I want to say his last name was Davis.
1: Uh, it could be, because there, there was somebody that was pretty. They had a really good coach in there, and he was well known. He was he was, the, he was the he was the he was the son of someone else, or
0: I mean, it doesn't really matter. I just it just bugs me when I try to think of something I can't remember. I will tell you something else that bugs me. I uh, ordered a small video game handheld system. It looks mm-hmm. kind of like a Game Boy, right. but it's got Super Nintendo and Nintendo games on it. So it's got four buttons along with the control pad. I was so excited because I had like 115 games or 160 games on it. It was supposed to arrive yesterday for my business trip going out to Florida all next week. And I was like, oh, something for the plane. You know, oh. It'll take, take my attention away from everything. And then uh, at night in the hotel room when you've got like those two hours and you're bored as can be and right. you don't know what to do. And uh, I don't have enough money on me to go you know, go drinking. So I, wanna, I wanted to have that to play and it didn't show up on time. And now I'm just distraught.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't blame you. It was Mike Davis. Mike Davis. So oh, Davis, I got Davis. Yeah, part, he, right. was a, he was he was 115 and 79. Uh, Bob Knight career at Indiana was 662 and 239. Read
0: that number again.
1: Uh, the Bob Knight number? Yeah. Is 662 and 239 at Indiana? Had a pretty good
0: winning percentage.
1: Eleven, eleven conference titles, 24 NCAA appearances, and three national titles. Not bad, not no, bad. I mean, I don't bad. think
0: it probably doesn't doesn't compare to Coach K anymore, even though Coach K learned from Bob Knight. Yeah. There's also, I think it was like an Army or something. Uh, who else have been? John Calipari has been really good.
1: Calipari uh, was always good. Tina was always good, but he has the scandal hanging over. Um, yeah, but just uh, as a coach, Ro- Ro- he did do it. Roy well. Williams, you know. Oh, ab- oh duh. Roy Williams, Roy Williams, Dean Smith. Uh, the guy
0: from Michigan State, Izzo.
1: Izzo, the Hezo. Uh, he had a good one. Uh, um our boy up there in St. John's, uh, what was his name? Lou, uh, Lou and Um He was the old school BK guy. I
0: forget him. Who was the guy that had? Look like his eyes looked like they were. Like, it looks almost like um, Uncle Fester from the um, Adams family. Uncle Fester. Yeah, he was the coach of UNLV when they were all corrupt and and winning.
1: Oh, you mean my um, my my, my uh, the big black
0: circles around his eyes. Uh,
1: you're talking uh, T- Tarkanian.
0: So, yes, yes, Tarkanian,
1: one yeah. of the all time greatest guys. <laughs> so, Rolly Massimino,
0: Uncle Fester is all I ever can think of. of I've never guy, heard
1: that com- comparison to him. Looks just like uh, <laughs>
0: Christopher Lloyd looked in the in the newer version of the Adam's Family. Well, newer version, I guess, it was like '94, you know, or '93 or something right. like that. Isn't that crazy how stuff that happens in high school you still think of it as recent? You know, I, I know oh, it's like,
1: oh, that um, that's ago. a long time ago. <laughs>
0: Oh, getting old's fun. Uh, let's see. So the two top leading vote getters in the NBA all star voting. So it was like they had a vote of of like player vote, coach vote, and newspaper vote, and then those were the five starters for each side, and then the lead voter the of lead those voter. five from the fans became the captains. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Okay, not sure if I like that system overall, but you know what? Maybe maybe it is good because it makes sure you're getting at least at least three out of five of the best players in the in each yeah. conference being voted as starters. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think you should trust fans a little bit more than that, and I think fans have shown a lot of times that they can be more trustworthy, but. I guess I kind of get it. They're kind of getting the best of both worlds,
1: right? And they're they're doing this. They didn't want to televise last year, and and the NHL did this a couple years ago, where they drafted both sides of the teams, and it was really exciting. They did a really good job with it. Um, And Last year, last two years, they did the NBA. They've had good teams. They've had good teams, but they didn't want to. They don't want to do it on TV with the egos that they have. And this year, they're televising it. (laughs) So,
0: yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be a fun experience. So LeBron got the most votes. Yep. um, And. Okay, so I'm going to take Luke one to ten. Take one to ten. Giannis Atento Kumpo. Uh, at- <laughs> See, yeah, I,
1: I had it right until you said Antia Kumpo. Antia Yeah. Yeah.
0: On Cupo. I don't know. There's, like,
1: Antia, an, there's, not Antti, there's a lot of T's. Cupo. and a lot of O's and there's an N M and uh, I, there, um, there, there's some falafel in there. There's some spanakopitas <laughs> in there. Get a gyro, so, right? I get a gyro and can I get a little lamb shank in there? You know, mm-hmm. slice me off a little. Have
0: you ever been to Mumtas over in
1: Lafayette?
0: No, I haven't. They make
1: an amazing gyro. I
0: oh, mean, dude, it is. I crazy. love gyros, guys. And, I
1: have I have a, a, a Pete's down Pete's a, Pete's. A, Oh, P E T S. P E T E S. Pete's pizza, Greek. Oh. Pete owns like the uh, he owns Pete's Kitchen, the the Greek Euro place. He owns like five restaurants. Yeah, there's Pete, I think there's the one over here right, right Pete, by Burger King. He, he might have it. He, Pete Pete is known throughout the whole downtown. I mean, he yeah. is one of the biggest players. Makes some good grub. Yeah,
0: and uh, but that Mumtaz, they have that great like, like a spicy yogurt dressing that mm-hmm. you put on on top of the Euro. Yep, dude, it is so good, but it is so massively overpriced.
1: I think it's oh, because a, most
0: of the meat is lamb.
1: Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing when you get those. It's when you start getting that lamb shank in there and, <laughs> and shaving, it just it gets up in price. And you know, the thing is, is I can eat two of them. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but lot, it's like all of, of a sudden it's like eighteen dollars. All of a sudden, oh, at
0: minimum, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, what's the? Uh, it's called.
1: Um, I the, can see the wheels turn when turning. you
0: go to a Greek rest restaurant. Uh, it's a cheese that's like kind of burned. Onto the plate.
1: Are you talking like a burnt it, feta?
0: No, it looks almost like a carpaccio, oh, but
1: okay. cheese instead of meat. Right, right, right. I
0: cannot remember the name of it, but
1: oh, I, no, oh it's going to bug me. Yeah, I can't get it off the top of my head on that one. Yeah, I'll try and look it up later.
0: Anyway, that I guess it doesn't really matter. So, the Giannis and – am I saying that right? Giannis? Yes. Okay, so Giannis and LeBron are going to be the captains now. Who are they going to draft? And this is a tough question because here's your player list for starters. Like you were saying, they'll they'll determine the reserve players a little later on. The reserves
1: get picked next week. Okay, so they'll do that
0: before or after they pick the starters.
1: I think they're going to have to – on February 7th, I think they're going to pick the whole team. So I think the reserves get announced next week, and then you have – And then you have the draft. Yes, you basically pick your starters, and then you pick your reserves is how they're going to do it.
0: Okay. You know what? I wouldn't mind if they did this for baseball. I'll be honest with
1: you. It would be interesting.
0: I know it would piss off purists, and they'd say, hey, it's supposed (laughs) to be National League versus American League. Does it even matter? It's just about showcasing the stars.
1: It is. I mean, they're, they're all-stars. They're there. I mean, I think it's a great format because we, we get so used to all-star games being just these uh, things of show and not mm-hmm. really, like, you know, the NHL put a little dollar amount on the incentive for the right. winning, because that's tonight. So, you know, the winning play, the, the oh, players,
0: NHL thing is tonight? Yeah,
1: that's tonight. The games tonight or the skills competitions? Tonight? No, the skills was last night. I have a, oh, I have a couple of notes in there. It was? Yeah, it was last night. Oh, um, man, I didn't record it. Shoot. But it was uh, it was good stuff. Um, but, yeah, the, the way the NHL does it, they put a little dollar incentive for each player. It's not a lot, I think. I mean, there was a purse that goes into the winning um, division, which it'll be, you know, I think uh, the Metro or the Atlantic got $20,000 a person last year. Just oh, a nice little yeah, yeah, stipend. Nice yeah, a little stipend. You know, made it a little interesting. Yeah. You know, a little trash talk going on there because there is a little dollar amount there for it. And I, I think it's 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 a good for, format in the in the age we live in with social media and players branding themselves to make it right. where you know you know who's who is uh, LeBron going to pick? I mean, right now the word is Embiid. You know, he's going to pick Ooh, Embiid first. I like that. Because because LeBron's not going to want to play the big man in this. No, and own, own the middle. And he's Embiid's really the only big man on this. Arm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I guess
0: it's hard to pass up Curry it's super hard to pass up Harden because Harden, I mean, the NBA game, all-star game is all about ISO plays, right? I mean, people drive to the hoop and no one blocks them. So if I was LeBron, I would be going Curry with my, my, my first pick, you know, personally, although, I mean, I understand Embiid, right? So we should just go over everybody that's available. So Kevin Durant, Mm -hmm. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, who's having a nice little season up Mm -hmm. in Toronto, uh, Joel Embiid, Stephon Curry, James Harden, uh, Kyrie Irving, and, uh, Kemba Walker.
1: Now, wouldn't it be a great storyline if LeBron draft, drafted Kyrie Irving. Absolutely. <laughs> and in fact, I wouldn't be shocked if his little uh,
0: mia culpa to LeBron last week about I can't re- I, I can't remember exactly what it was he was apologizing about. Something about I, being arrogant or young and stupid it, or whatever.
1: It, it, it basically ran uh, came down to that he was really saying that you know I was young. I didn't really know the, the process of winning a championship yet because, you know, now he's in Boston. He's the big dog up there, and he's right. looking at the younger kids going, you know, here's what we got to do. and Because he called out a bunch of players in Boston last
0: week. And he's probably like – like, it just uh, – it dawns on you, right? You're like, oh, you know. Damn it. I, you know, if I hadn't done that stupid thing, I just would have done this. And it's like, you know, learning from the Kobe mistake with with Shaq. I mean, who knows how long that team could have gone on? Another six years. You're right. You know, kept Big Shot Bob on there and Mm -hmm. Derek Fisher playing the point
1: and maybe even Rick Fox, I a say, can't forget about Rick, Rick, Rick Fox getting a couple extra, in you know,
0: he was on the match game the other night and I'll uh, well, tell
1: you what, the guy still looks like he could play basketball. Oh, uh, well, Rick was, Rick Fox made an appearance on the big bang theory actually a couple years ago. Did he really? Oh yeah. And
0: he's not married to Vivica anymore, right? They got I divorced. I don't, I don't
1: think so. Yeah. I haven't oh.
0: seen her in a long time. Yeah, so I, I haven't seen she kind that. of a short lived career, Yeah, but yeah, I guess a lot of actors have a short lived career anyway. So again, those are the players that we have available. Uh, who would you take first if you were Le? Uh, who is, is LeBron in the first pick or Giannis? I don't even know. It I be LeBron, right? Because they're the most most votes. That's a really good
1: question. Um, I, I'd say that that would be right, unless they do a coin flip.
0: So let's just do it real quick. Let's assume that you're you're you, you want to be LeBron. Or you want to be Giannis.
1: Um, we'll, we'll just draft our teams. I'll be Giannis. You can okay. be LeBron. You like you're you're the biggest the bigger LeBron fan here than me. <laughs> Maybe
0: right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so. I'm going to go with LeBron team here and Giannis, which I don't feel how, I don't understand how that spells Giannis. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand the G part because of of Greece, but the, the I kind of throws me off. Anyway, uh, obviously, like I say, come down between Harden, Curry, M B Durant, or Irving maybe for myself, I would say, Give me the unbelievable scoring and defensive of Curry to be on the outside perimeter while i as LeBron would play the inside. Okay. So Curry okay. is is gone. I would take M B. Okay, so we're gonna have M B going to Giannis. Okay, so uh boy. This is where it's really hard, man. Boy, this is tough. Um As LeBron, I'm going to want to play the point, so I'm not going to take Irving yet. So is it Durant or Leonard or Harden? I mean, what a decision to make here. Harden plays small forward, is that right? Yeah. And Curry plays shooting guard, right? Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and take Harden with my next pick.
1: I'm gonna go since I've got myself and Giannis. Um, I'm gonna go with another guy that can dish the ball down to Embiid with Durant.
0: Okay, so Durant, a massive scorer. Okay, now this is kind of what does Kemba Walker play? Is he point guard?
1: Uh, Kemba Walker, uh, point guard or power forward, one of the two. Oh, that's a big difference. Who does he play for? Bucks?
0: No, that's oh, Giannis.
1: Uh, Charlotte? Uh, I, they were. He just dunked on somebody last night. Really.
0: Not <laughs> badly.
1: Yeah, this is terrible that I don't know who he plays for. Well, he's also kind of an addition onto it. Well, you just yeah. pulled up walkers there. Yeah, I put Walker to He gave me a whole <laughs> bunch of old person walkers. But they know
0: I'm only caring about sports. Okay, looks like he plays for the Hornets. Good yeah, call. Yeah, Charlotte, yeah. And he is a. It just as he's a he's a basketball player, we know that he's a point guard. Okay, point guard, yeah. So, oh man, all right. I'm gonna say I, who's
1: better, him or Irving?
0: I'm gonna go Irving.
1: I'm gonna take it. Let's, let's... So right now, I've got Giannis Embiid,
0: Giannis Embiid, and Durant,
1: and Durant. No, I'm, I'm gonna go James Harden just because I want the guy just to be. Uh... I already have him. Oh, you did? I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought you took Curry. Uh huh. I do. Oh, okay. So LeBron, Curry, Harden, Oh, and my bad, my bad, my bad. Um I'll take Kawhi. Can't argue with that pick.
0: So I'm gonna be doing point guard Irving, uh shooting guard Curry, small forward Harden, power forward LeBron. What position does Paul George play? I mean that's who I gotta take anyway, because I already uh, got a point
1: guard. Paul George is a a, a... A forward, or I think you're
0: right. So he'll probably play power forward and probably put Le- i probably put myself LeBron at center, even though it's not he's not really a center. Um, and so that leaves you with Kemba Walker, with
1: Kemba, which I'm fine with. Yeah,
0: so how do you line your team up? I guess you're gonna do well, obviously, Walker's gonna be your point guard, yeah, and Beam will be your center. Yep, uh, so Durant Leonard
1: Leonard will be your small forward or yeah. your shooting guard. Uh, he could be either, I mean, they could be interchangeable.
0: I'll bet you do shooting way. guard there. Make, make uh, Durant your small forward and Giannis mm-hmm. your power forward? Mm-hmm. Maybe, or maybe switch or, you and Durant?
1: Yeah, so switch them up. It, 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 if you, it, You know, with the way these guys play, it doesn't really kind of make a difference sometimes. <laughs> That's the nice thing when you look at it something like this. Well,
0: it's like what Magic used to do is what most players do now.
1: Yeah. Right? Which is yeah. like. Magic was the one that really created the position of playing either shooting guard, power forward, small forward. Right. You could play yeah. any of them.
0: Yeah. And
1: then you look at, you look at
0: like someone like Durant. And this guy's like six foot eleven, or maybe he's taller than that. And yet he can shoot three pointers with he ease.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: how is that possible? How can someone that tall? I mean, your eye level—you're almost eye level with the stupid ball uh, with a net or the rim. Uh,
1: and, and he has such a really nice shooting stroke from downtown. That's the other thing. Because think about how bad Shaq was at the foul line and how ugly that shot was. Ugh. And think about Kevin Durant from Three Point Land—so pretty.
0: I remember the the, the alliteration I once heard that I thought was the best about Shaq was if you want to know how hard it is, go to a sports court where you can lower the rim to your eye level with the rim Mm -hmm. and then hold a tennis ball in your hand, but then also shrink the rim to the size of a tennis ball. And that's what it was like for him to try and shoot.
1: Exactly. That's really what it kind of is like. I mean, because you're literally looking at the rim when you're shooting. Yeah. I
0: mean, because any kind of arc he gives it. And also, when you're that big, right? Like, one thing you can talk about is someone who's tall and they don't look really strong, like maybe Mm -hmm. they're not very thick, they can still be very strong because the muscle is so long. There's that much more muscle fiber. And that's what really matters. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're Shaquille O'Neal. I'll bet you you barely even just, just, the slightest push on that ball And you're flinging it into the air y- you are. I mean you look at someone like uh, LeBron or um, Who's the guy who likes to shoot the, the half court shots All the time for fun uh, There was somebody who was doing it all the time um, Was it Kobe That I'm thinking of? Kobe
1: used to do it a lot
0: I mean and I don't mean like in the game I'm talking about just you know in like practices or fun well, or Steph having Steph does a
1: heck of a lot Steph does it coming Curry. out of the tunnel
0: No it was somebody else before that but yeah Boy Curry <laughs> with those three point numbers he had those, those few years were just crazy. But I watch these guys, you know, from the free or from the half court line, and they're just lobbing it and the ball's going, you know, into the hoop or even just hitting the backboard. And I'm sitting there going, dude, if I was at the half court spot, I would have to like fling the ball, like javelin style (laughs) to get it all the way to the, to the hoop. And I mean, I'm not very tall and I'm not that strong, but I mean, I'm not tiny. You know, it's like I don't understand how they can do that. How they? I mean, they're just like flicking it, and it's like, why? You're not even putting any energy
1: into it. Uh, those guys are. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you one. Um, when I, because uh, like I, we talked about, my growth spurt hit when I was like 13, 14. I was <laughs> this height at 13, 14. So when I played basketball for two or three years,
0: dominating.
1: <laughs> I got the ball almost at half court at the end that we were playing down at a uh, Northampton community college on their court. I d- turned around and put the shot up from almost half court and s- swooshed it. Nice. Complete a- adrenaline rush. I don't know how I had ever did it, but I used to practice those shots. <laughs> in my, uh, at my house, because we had a basketball rim, I had the three-point marks drawn out on our, our pavement driveway. Nice. And, and then we used to go into the cornfield across the street <laughs> and start shooting from there. <laughs> trick shots. We used to do backwards trick shots. and
0: Absolutely. Well, you're playing horse, right? You know, you got to do the like, crazy <laughs> shots. I, uh, I had a sports court growing up uh, in, like, high school mm-hmm. and first couple of years of college, or maybe first year of high school. And it was so much fun, like, on a birthday party when you had a few friends over in the neighborhood – you, you had a crank on the on the hoop, oh, yeah, and so yeah. you could bring it down all the way to seven feet. That was amazing because all of a sudden we're sitting there just dunking like you know like there's no like nobody's. Oh business.
1: yeah, dude, I I had the I didn't have the crank. I had the the push. You pushed it up with the old stick and brought the rim down. Ah. I used to be able to throw the ball off the backboard. Uh, you know, do a backwards dunk. I mean, I could dunk every oh, which way. Yeah. On, on a six foot, seven foot rim, that was awesome. And on the, a 10 foot rim, I could barely touch the, the bottom of the neck. I know, that, that was the best <laughs> I ever did.
0: And the one thing that was really uh, a bummer about that sports court hoop was that when you, when you lower the crank all the way down, instead of coming straight down and and holding straight, the thing was tilted slightly tilted, forward. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden it became very hard to shoot, so it became an all-dunking game. Exactly. You know, which we probably should have just, like, handed the ball off every other, you know, every just to go dunk, do your favorite dunk instead you know, of trying my, to play games. I,
1: I showed Nate when we were in Vegas, um, I showed Nate, the, gave him the tour of the apartment complex, uh-huh. and that rim in the quarter basketball court comes down to six feet or seven feet. Really? Oh, yeah. I I'd, I'd say
0: we should go play on that but I don't want to embarrass myself and be like, "Oh, I, I can't dunk
1: a 6-foot court anymore."
0: I don't know what so, like. <laughs> you know, just like, I don't have any knees and I don't have any athletic ability and I'm getting old and da, 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 da. Uh, not quite in time for our trivia question yet. So, um you were just talking about Harden dropping 61 against the yeah.
1: uh Knicks and I think it was against the Knicks, right? Did yeah, New Jersey great. still
0: playing Oh, no, no, no. no, 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 uh, New
1: Jersey is actually Brooklyn now, and they play over in Brooklyn. Oh, that's that's right, the Brooklyn. Um, the Barclay Center.
0: Okay. Oh, really? Now, who, what, what does the Barclay Center host? Uh, Well, they host
1: them. They, well, they were hosting the Islanders. Now the Islanders are going to move back to the barn. I don't know if they did it this year or I not. wonder, do they host the uh, the the soccer team of,
0: of New York where, you know, Henri
1: was playing for? The Barclay Center? That's yeah. an indoor arena.
0: Oh, so the soccer is probably not going to be indoor. No,
1: no, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. Um, Red Bull has their own stadium there, and then then um, New York oh, and Red United Bull, okay. or, or what, what, the, there's another New York team that came. I know Red Bull United has their own little Red Bull stadium.
0: Okay. But, it, yeah, it, but it's the
1: Barclays Center, and MTV have, does a lot of stuff from there. Have you um, noticed
0: that a lot of players score big in New York? Mm-hmm. Is that because New York doesn't have good defense, or they're excited to play in New York?
1: Um, two things. New York doesn't have isn't very good in the last lot of years. Two, you're on the biggest stage, like uh, when Duke went up to play um, who was it? Uh, I don't even remember who they played, but when they played in MSG it was, you know, here comes Zion to MSG for the first time ever, and there was a huge hype about it. When you go to MSG, MSG is one of the the most famous sporting venues in the world.
0: And so, they had WrestleMania there more than once.
1: Yeah, and, and if you look at it, you know, the Big East tournaments there, now the Atlantic Coast tournaments there, um, it's, it's the New York City spotlight because MSG is right downtown. You know, that's where they built it. It's built right downtown. You're in the middle of New York City, and the spotlight is just always on you. And um, that's why New York City is one of the hardest places to play because you have so much media there, or, which looking at you all the time. And, and people tend to have some of their biggest games there because of that spotlight.
0: Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, right? You get jazzed up, like when a player goes to play their their former team and they mm-hmm. get all amped up, or when you go to play your hometown and you get all amped up. But of course, it can work both ways, right? Yeah, it can. Sometimes you get amped up and you do terrible. So, still haven't gotten any word from uh, from the from Nate dog. No,
1: I've been through, trying to look at my phone because I know you sent the text when I was on my way up, and I'm like, good lord. And uh, I'm you know, we're just having fun with him, but
0: uh, it's like, hey man, you can't be sleeping through those alarms. <laughs>
1: And, and uh, I even asked him last night if he wanted a burrito. Right. And <laughs> and said, yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, you know, uh, this morning when my alarm went off at uh, 4:30 or four. Yeah, no, 4:30. I was going to get up at 3:30 this morning, try and get myself on Eastern could, time because yeah. I got to be going out there for for four days next week. I am playing golf on Tuesday next week, so I've got I've got a lot of uh, excitement about. I have I only played golf like four times this entire year, and I don't really know why that was. It was just one, it's not it's, it's expensive, but two.
1: It's time-consuming.
0: Yeah, man. It's hard to give up four or five hours or even six hours if you got
1: a slow course. And, it
0: is. You know, I mean, I love it, but I also – I think I've, I've come to the point where I think I only want
1: to golf nine holes mm-hmm.
0: because it's that's, a lot that's faster. I do. If you know, I'm
1: going to do it, I do nine.
0: Two and a half hours, no big deal. And if you go early, that's the other problem is too often uh, people want to go later in the day. And those are sometimes I wish we could, like our show was at night on Saturday right. instead because that way I could go early on Saturday morning. Right. But that's like the perfect time to go. You mm-hmm. tee off at seven o'clock. You know, you're a little bit tired when you get there. But I mean, I got to be at work at seven. So yeah. you tee off at seven. You're done by nine thirty. You can hit the grocery store or whatever, and then do some errands, and then you're still home. Right. And can do whatever you want rest of the day. It's only going to be noon. Right. You know. So it, that's that's kind of the thing. Uh, again, if you want to call into the show, please do it. Go ahead and do so at nine two nine four seven seven three two zero four nine two nine four seven seven three two zero four nine two nine is a new
1: york area code i think i believe it is i mm. think when I, had, I i called in one of their helplines um when we were dropping shows i think it was a, a new york person that answered
0: yeah that's just that I, for some reason that's what that that number pings in my head i have a lot of, i've done a lot of phone yeah. sales so I, I think that's what it is the uh I, yeah, I think it's New York. I, obviously, for people who don't know, in Colorado, it's
1: three zero three or seven two zero. Or nine seven zero.
0: Oh, is nine seven zero for the mountains?
1: Uh, Loveland in the mountains. Oh, okay. Because that's what I have.
0: Oh, you have nine seven zero. Yeah, I'm, I'm a nine seven zero. Okay, so well, three yeah, three zero three and seven two zero are mostly like the the uh, urban population. Yeah, the so. urban
1: Boulder, Denver, yeah. Colorado Springs.
0: I still have Actually, to
1: spring to 717.
0: I got a 303 on my cell phone, and that's why I'm never changing, because yeah. 303 is an original. 303 Mafia. Makes you think about the uh, Seinfeld episode, right, where Elaine gets – Oh, yes, yeah, uh,
1: she gets that other number. Goes and from he... 212 <laughs> to a 646. You and... don't live in New York City. <laughs> You're
0: know, like, is this a, you know, what's in the city? What city? New Jersey <laughs> or Hoboken? And Just like, no. Anyway, uh, Oladipo for the Pacers has torn his – uh, that's escaping me. Do you remember what what he actually tore? I'm gonna let you finish chewing. But
1: um, one of the ligaments that um, attaches his quad, I believe it was. Oh, okay.
0: So uh, whatever it is, he's out for the year, which yeah. is not good news and for
1: the Pacers. They they don't expect him to be ready to start next year at the beginning. Of
0: the year. Oh. You know, Oladipo is a IU uh, player mm-hmm. and uh, had a nice one year, two year. I always think the problem that IU runs into with basketball. And you know, they got shelled by Michigan
1: last night. Oh, I, think, yeah, I think they did. They were losing it, it, by well, it, 20 Mich- Michigan. Was... Michigan beat them last night. The the the, the worst they've ever beat an in, in Indiana team last night. Michigan, really, Michigan is number five in the country. Right, nineteen and one.
0: Right. So and IU has been in and out of the top twenty five. They have IU is they still have good teams. What I feel mm. like I've noticed with IU is that they have a lot of trouble getting the one and done type players. Mm-hmm. And You know, it used to be IU was a great exposure place, Mm -hmm. but I tell you, that's the problem. You don't have someone like Bob Knight when you have a character as a coach or a very distinctive coach that does help a lot with recruiting because it it gives exposure and exposure. You know, Bobby Knight, yeah, I know a a lot of the alumni from there were embarrassed by him and whatnot. But he kept the spotlight on the school, and that helps you get players because players want to go where they're going to get recognition. Yeah. And without a big coach, they don't get that. So now you see—that's why you see Kansas and uh, Kentucky and Duke getting like the mass majority and of we the, the recruits.
1: Uh, we have Kansas and Kentucky eight versus nine tonight on um, at six p.m. Eastern.
0: KU mm-hmm. versus UK, so mm-hmm. that'll be a, a good battle—a very good battle. Mm-hmm. Actually, that could be a that could be a preview to a. Uh, a possible national championship yeah, game very much so so uh obviously duke with those those four crazy freshmen that are just uh, lighting up yeah. the world uh you'd think that they would be a, a big a big hit i do hope yearn to see like a elite eight matchup with gonzaga and duke
1: that would be nice uh, a rematch. You know, it would be it would be really really nice and then congratulations to gonzaga women's team they are in the top 25 right now too so Gonzaga representing strong in uh, basketball.
0: Gonzaga is no longer a Cinderella, folks. They, they are. are a, they're just a legit team. <laughs> they so really are. Don't don't uh, come back, or and that's not what I was thinking. That, I was trying to think of a different song verb
1: verbage. I don't remember. Cinderella Get does not old. have a shoe anymore. She, she's got full long clogs, I guess. Yeah, well, she's she's already living
0: uh, she's already living in the castle now. So.
1: Yep. Uh let's see,
0: Stephen Curry to join Brother Seth in the three-point shooting contest. Yeah, Who so does gonna, Seth play for?
1: That's a really good question. That he plays uh, – I just had this on – I just had it on the thing this morning. doubt. Uh, hold on a second.
0: Now, that's I haven't seen question. who's going to be playing in the three-point contest. I think uh, – did did Clay win it last year or did he lose last year? And He won it two years ago. I know he won it two
1: question. years ago. Um, but, uh, I think it was two years ago he won I don't think he won last year.
0: No, I can't remember who all was in it last year, but there was a lot of duds last year, if I remember correctly. Oh, that's
1: right. right, right. Portland Blazers. Seth plays for
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And how many years has he been playing? Do you know?
1: Mm, That's a good question.
0: I'm guessing it can't be more than like... I can't remember if he's older or younger,
1: either. I think he's he's younger.
0: Yeah. Who did Steph Curry play for?
1: Steph out of college? Yeah. Uh, What was his college team? Dayton? Dayton?
0: That's terrible. I, I believe know. it was Dan. That's that's a problem with the one and done. You don't you don't associate a guy with you know very long. I do remember Carmelo played for for Syracuse. Mm-hmm.
1: He was a Cuse boy, and uh, and the Carmelo came straight off the streets in New York City playing streetball. Right, and I mean <laughs> and that, I think that's why he's having such a problem being a secondary player. Right, right.
0: and in college it works because of the same reason it works in college football when you're just a high talent and even you have no a ten cent head because you know your talent is so high. That you can just run by people. Okay,
1: so Seth. Uh, Seth is twenty eight years old. And Steph. Steph is thirty. That's that's a good question.
0: Maybe he's twenty. Well, yeah, I,
1: no, he's thirty. So yeah, he's it's, thirty. It's, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's two years older than his his little brother.
0: Wow, so many players are hitting thirty, and I think about I saw them, I saw their rookie seasons. And, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, just like you remember when Steph came, Stephon came in the in the in the league, and that's when the Nuggets were actually still good, and then they yeah. had that one year where the Warriors beat the Nuggets, and that was when we still had um, the guy that went and played for the Warriors. He's still on the Warriors, I think. The shooting guard, real good defender. Um,
1: oh, goodness.
0: Oh, he was so good for the Nuggets, and then we lost, and they signed him. A- they Then he went to the Warriors after we lost to the Warriors. I
1: know you're thinking of. Um,
0: oh, this is
1: terrible, man. What a terrible morning. I know, like brain this is, fart. This is, this is this is my getting up at
0: you know at four thirty trying to
1: get on Eastern time and I'm not this, thinking. This, this is me actually sleeping for once. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, who was it? That's I mean, to me all day. If I get three hours of sleep, I'm great. If I get six or seven hours of sleep, I'm horrible. Dude, okay, <laughs> I have to look this <laughs> look, up. Talk go, for a second. Go ahead and look it up. But yeah, old DuBois is uh, he's going to be out. And then you know I'm looking forward. I, I don't technically. I mean, with some of these young guns coming into the dunk contest it's getting a little more interesting. There's a bunch of college kids that are pulling off some crazy dunks right now. of um, Murray State is 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 one of those guys. Andre Iguodala. Oh, Iguodala. That yeah, yeah, that's that's who I thought. Great defender.
0: Yeah. And that was the last time the Nuggets were good yeah. was when he was on the team and they lost to the Warriors. And that was the first year the Warriors were anything. Yeah. And that was when Steph had changed his workout routine and strengthening coach to focus on keeping his ankle healthy Healthy, and ever since he kept his ankles healthy he's been one of the best players Mm -hmm. in the league so it just goes to show you if you don't spend as a team on health you know nothing else really matters man if your players aren't able to go out there and you see it a lot with the same teams don't you Mm -hmm. baseball football and basketball a team that just does not have their stuff together or their owner doesn't spend a lot on the facility it's like you know what spend more money on your healthcare facilities in the stadium, then your weight room, then the locker room. Yep. You know, just be smart. Do what you have to do for your players to be on the floor. So, um, but that's my soapbox, having no money and not having to make those <laughs> kind of decisions. Uh, let's move on to baseball. Sure, yeah. All right, so first off, we just wanted to give a, a shout-out to Ichiro Suzuki.
1: Mm-hmm. He
0: signed a minor league contract with the Mariners with the expectation they will call him up for their first
1: series, which is in Japan. Yes, yep. They, uh, I think it's a. I think it's a great move by the Mariner, Mariners organization. Why not? I, mean, I mean,
0: everybody over there associates Ichiro yeah. with the Mariners because that's where he first went to play. Exactly. Uh, how crazy is it to think that he had like a thousand something hits over in Japan? Like Twelve hundred something. Then it, he comes over to the U.S. and he's got like three thousand eighty-nine hits absolute here.
1: Absolutely insane to think of, of what he's done hit-wise. So, I, he's, mean, <laughs> I mean, it's
0: total hits of his career, which obviously doesn't count
1: because you right.
0: wasn't doing it in the major leagues the whole time. Right. But, I mean, he's, he'd be passing up Pete Rose here. Yeah. And I uh, heard a great quote from somebody – because we were on a happy hour yesterday. The quote was about – they were trying to figure out from Trivial Pursuit they were playing if it was either Ty Cobb or uh, Ted Williams or Pete Rose. And it was, I've got two arms and two legs – and I forgot the rest of the quote. <laughs> that kind of makes it anticlimactic. Anyway, it was just crying crazy thinking it was a, a it was a kind of a humble uh, statement, and I was surprised to find out it was Pete Rose because Pete Rose was not exactly a humble type player.
1: Definitely not humble.
0: But then I thought, well, maybe he was humble. He was just confident because I don't remember him ever like ripping other players.
1: Oh, he was confident. Make no mistake about that. Yeah. Oh, he was I mean, Charlie they, Hustle, he, man. He'd the he first one to run you over at the plate. <laughs> And not do it by just right. dropping his shoulder. He'd go midair on your ass. Well, it's like that movie, <laughs> The
0: Founder, with Michael Keaton, which I love. Uh, and he also he kind of borrowed a quote from Calvin Coolidge, which is um, something about like uh, there's un, unsuccessful geniuses everywhere, there's uneducated or there's educated fuel, fools everywhere, and there's unrewarded genius. Anywhere you look, something like that, or right. is a proverb or whatever. And then it goes, but persistence is what makes the difference. Right. And, you know, it makes you think about baseball, football, everything like that. They talk about how, like, if you're going to play in the NFL and be successful, that you have to make it a lifestyle. It's not about, oh, yeah, I'm a football player. No, it's like, no, you live football right. and you happen to play it one day a week. Exactly. You know, and so uh, Ichiro, I think, is a good example of a guy who lived and breathed and died yeah. in sport. Also, I've never ever seen, heard, heard a single thing about Ichiro out drinking, DUIs, partying. Nothing negative.
1: Know, Nothing never. negative.
0: No, I don't hear a lot of anything, anything. Period about him. Yeah. Which I think that just goes to show you who's going to be a great player mm-hmm. as, a, as a person that's like, you know, what? I don't really have a life outside of my career, but my career is something that most people would just dream to do mm-hmm. for their life, and I'm gonna, I I'm, and I appreciate it, and I'm gonna treat it that way.
1: You know. So you know, it's funny. I saw a I saw a really good picture and quote. Uh, since we were, we're talking about all time hits in the um, Hall of Fame here, um, how Pete Rose signs the baseball now. It says hits at 4,000 and whatever hits he has. How many? He had? 397 or something like that. And it says steroids, zero. <laughs> ah,
0: I love it. I love it. You know, when he was, uh, you know, when his daughter went to see you yep. up here in Boulder, and when we were uh, watching the Eagles and uh, whatever game, and I Tampa. think it was. Yeah, damn right? Tampa. And I don't, I don't know if it was you that I followed. Or, no, it was somebody who was from, from Cincinnati, I think. And anyway, I followed them because we walked up to his table, and I was so awestruck. Like I literally did nothing but just took up my hand to shake it, and he shook my hand, and, I, and I, then I said thank you, and I, but I was so. And I mean, and I, from what I remember, his daughter was beautiful. And I don't think yeah. I even looked at her because I was just staring. It was like, you're the hit thing. <laughs> I mean, you're the man,
1: dude. You're like the it's, greatest player. It's one of those things when you, when you get in front of, you know, great talent like that, it's, 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 it's an amazing thing. Like I've been around Mike Schmidt. I've been around, uh, Oh God, I, I've seen so many different Phillies. I've seen so many different people in Denver. Yeah. Um. You know, at that first glance, it's like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: think it was also a problem of my being about six beers deep. Yeah. And I'm not. It was was Becky. You
1: fall. Becky got the plate signed.
0: Yeah, Becky. Well, and then um, Jason sent Karen up to to see him because you know Karen didn't really didn't really follow baseball at all, and so she just walked up and go, you know, and I think she's something like. Uh, my boyfriend is, is dying to have us, you know, a, a, I want to get a, your signature for my boyfriend. He, he'd just die, you know, and, and so he's very gracious. You yeah. know? And I feel bad now thinking about almost all of us in that room, which there must have been 20 of us at that. at that a lot of Pod. us. <laughs> and I think every one of us at one point went up to and to, to shake his hand and they thought, I do feel a little bad because as much as it would be awesome to have people revere you like that, it would also get, I can see how it would get annoying. Yeah. Be like, I'm just trying to have dinner with my, lunch with my daughter. You know, I can't just sit here and do we have to go into a private room to just have lunch together? It's very true. But then, you know, there's the other side of it, which is you're getting to be lauded for playing a game which is like the dream for almost any man and, and a lot of women out there. Exactly. Like if I could get pay, paid to do a sport that I love, how amazing would that be? How much fun would that be? be awesome. and, uh, <laughs> and so I, I, I do want to give Pete Rose, uh, you know, a shout out that he was kind to every person that went up mm-hmm. to see him. He didn't, you know, and, and also I thought it was classy that none, nobody out there was like, you know, talking about the gambling or anything. It was just like, dude, you're the man. Yeah. You belong in the hall of fame. You know we're so we're so honored to get to meet you and everything. And I know some people don't like him because of the gambling thing. I couldn't care less about the gambling. I couldn't
1: care either because he wasn't betting against his team. He was betting for his
0: team. Yeah, I just I cannot fathom that guy betting against his team or yeah, himself. I, I mean, I, I, he's the most competitive human being in the
1: world. Exactly. There's, there's, there's no way he would ever bet against his team.
0: Yeah. I, I'm, and, I'm just
1: sorry. There's and, no way he would. Yeah,
0: that. and I, I don't have a problem with gambling to begin with. Now, I, right. I yes, I don't think you should gamble on your team. Right, right. I wish he had just gambled only on other teams other, and not his, yeah. his own team. Or uh, gambled or who was on playing. another sport. Right. Yeah, that would have been better. You know. But the problem is when baseball season's in, there's nothing else to gamble on, right? That's I mean, true. I mean <laughs> you could, you could maybe, do a little, you maybe, maybe get a little bad basketball, but back, in, you know, back when he was playing, yeah, there wasn't was a little much. harder. Yeah, so. that, there
1: wasn't much to gamble on. Right. So, um,
0: but I do remember when she went up and got his signature and it just said Pete Rose and, and then the E you know, had like a tail that went underneath yep. the rest of it. Yep. And then there was like the two little hash lines that the people do on, the, on those lines. And then underneath that it said the hit king. And I thought, dude, that's just awesome. So, and we're not going to get to see him again, I don't think, because
1: well, he's still alive, right? Pete's still alive. Yeah, right?
0: but his daughter obviously
1: graduated oh, a yeah, long time yeah. ago. So that was uh, that was back in two thousand
0: Well, whenever the Buccaneers
1: and Eagles yeah, played in the it, NFC it was, Championship, was uh, that
0: was all the way back when they had Brad uh,
1: uh, uh,
0: Smith. Who was the quarterback for the Bucks when they won? For the
1: Bucks, Brad Johnson.
0: Brad Johnson, and then you know Warren Sapp and yeah. Tiki, and not Tiki Barber, but the other one, uh, Rondé. Rondé Barber, who played so much longer than Tiki, which was odd.
1: Well, Rondé was a cornerback, and Tiki was a running back.
0: Yeah, you think I, about it. Tiki still retired when he was, still had plenty of, of gas he, in those legs, did. and then they won, the, they won the Super Bowls after he
1: left. Yeah, I know that's so, kind of sucks for Tiki, but you know Tiki still did have some gas in the tank. I just don't think he had the desire to play anymore. Tiki and, and Rondé were not a lot alike. Yeah. They were very different.
0: Yeah, for and twins, they, yeah, right? they were. But, and you know what? That's actually probably a credit to his character. Get out when you don't want to play anymore. Don't right. – don't.
1: Barry don't, Sanders did it. Yeah, right. He Calvin walked, Johnson did it. He walked right it. away from the game. Calvin walked right away from the game.
0: And when you see that 30-for-30 30 30 with uh, Barry, he sure doesn't seem like he regrets it.
1: No, it doesn't seem like
0: one bit it's that right, he regretted oh, it. I did what I wanted to do, yep. and now I'm going on. And you know what? more power to you yeah. enjoy life you know and he's not going to be having ct issues you know in fact when you see him interviewed now i mean the guy's sharp as a tack he is sharp as a so, tack and
1: that uh, you know, when you see some of the older players interviewed you, you kind of uh, on jojo's show we had this the one time uh one of his interviews uh, he openly says talks about you know being diagnosed with ct he got diagnosed up in toronto and you know he the the, the, the guy is a great guy and i don't remember his name off the top of my head but um you know he's you could it sounded like a puncher that was punch-draft. Oh, you know, boxer you, yeah. you got boxer, you know, um, and then that's what it's it, that's what you kind of you kind of get that. And you, you're like, wow, man, that's just that's tough to deal with. And, yeah. you know, that's that's because I mean, I have 12 major concussions of 12 minor. It's like, you know, and, you know, I've got the cyst where that ceiling fan hit me on the brain in 97. And it's just like you start thinking of it. You start like, well, I watched the Jim McMahon special right. um, and it was just like y- your heart breaks thinking going, is that going to be me in 10 years? Right. Oh, dude. Yeah. We talked
0: about how he like is driving and all of a sudden like, where do I live?
1: Oh, I did that once already. I was in, I was all the way down in Littleton and I was having a fierce migraine and I was, uh, I was, I was actually buying, um, this is when I had my dog, I was buying, um, uh, a, a, a carpet cleaner hmm. from Walmart. And they, 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 they said they had one right at the one store off of, uh, uh, federal and it wasn't there. So I had to go all the way down to Littleton. it, it, the, the, the sun went down. I didn't have any of my medication with me, had a fierce migraine. I actually called my mom and I asked her, I said, like, what is my home address so I can punch it in to know how to get home right now? Wow. I couldn't remember it. I mean, it was the scariest thing. I actually, I, I, I was so out of it. I actually stopped at the, the Chipotle um, it was like a uh, Colfax and Wadsworth. I sat down and ate a whole burrito just to get some sort of food in me to try to get you know my right. blood sugars up and just everything trying to working again. It took me so it took well, me I mean, like just a migraine it took me alone like two hours to get home. Uh, um, <laughs> a migraine there. alone is hard to
0: to survive. You yeah, know? I mean, let alone doing other things. The only hope that we have is that or or you know possibility that we have that they may advance enough in the next twenty years that assuming i make it that long that they have things that can help with things like alzheimers and yes, yeah. and other brain diseases and stuff that you, people deal with it's also interesting every time you read an article about oh this may help ward off you know alzheimer oh this might help get, you know give out al- or or you know, this might cause it and stuff and those things change back and forth so totally often. Too. It's
1: like one week, bacon's good for you. The other week, bacon's bad for you. Eggs, right? <laughs> Eggs, that's the other yeah, one.
0: For a diabetic, are they good or are they not good? Well, you know, the whites are always good. Well, if you don't have the yellows, though, you're not getting this. Well, it's a lot of cholesterol. Well, but also it also aids in this. I mean, it, it, there's, I don't think there's any magic bullets. Yeah. But uh, if they can figure out something for Alzheimer's, which I actually was uh, a pharmaceutical sales rep for a, mm-hmm. an Alzheimer's uh, product, and I can tell you right now, there are not there really aren't any Alzheimer's medications that really work very yeah, well. That, they that, slow that, down. That's, that's kind of what I hear. Yeah, they slow down to the decline. You can take Namenda when you get kind of advanced. Mm. You can take the medical foods in the early portion. You can take um, uh, what's the big one? It starts with an A. It's been a while since I sold the drugs. Uh Altivia? no, no, uh, Aricept. Okay, and uh, and Aricept. Exelon and the Menda. Is it Exelon? Is that the other one? And then the Menda. I don't know. I'm actually going to the sales conference I'm going to this weekend, is uh, all as migraines and depression medication sales. So that'll be interesting to kind of, you know, I like to pick the, if if any of the data scientists are there, I like to pick their brains and kind of. Should I
1: stow away in your suitcase? Because this is the perfect conference for me. (laughs)
0: Sure. I I, I hear the, uh, I hear the, the, Check on the portion of the plane is rather cold, so make sure you bring a blanket. But uh, you're welcome. I got. An, I, I, I've only got one bag. I can take two. So, uh, and I've actually got to use my gar- my new garment bag, which will be fun. I took that to Vegas. It worked great to keep my clothes from getting real wrinkled, which is mm-hmm. a huge plus. Have to wear a suit the third night to the awards dinner, mm-hmm. and uh, the last day of the conference is on Thursday. But I'm actually leaving in the morning because it's just going to be field breakouts, which is like right. individual teams right. and their district managers. And so I was like, do I need to be that? And they're like, no. I was like, okay, I'll be flying out at 8 a.m. to get the hell out yeah. of there uh, down in Pensacola, Florida. Yep. So, oh, no, I'm sorry, Sarasota, Florida. Sarasota, yeah. uh, but again, like I said, I do get to go golfing.
1: You'll, you'll I don't really enjoy that. You'll enjoy it no matter yeah. what course. <laughs> I've never
0: golfed in Florida, and the best part was – uh, when the gal who asked me if I was going to bring clubs or I'm going to rent them, and I'm like, I'm going to rent them. I'm not yeah, going to even bother taking my card bags. Yeah. And I've taken, I took my club down to Cabo, and it's not worth taking golf clubs for one game. It's, no, just, it's, it's just not.
1: It's, it's a lot to carry.
0: It is. Now, if I had one of the big travel bags for right. my golf clubs, my dad gave me the tip of you can put all sorts of stuff in there yeah. along with your golf bag. Like you could put, like, you know, shorts and shoes and, you know, toiletries, all sorts yeah. of stuff you can stick in there and, and save yourself room. So that would not be a bad thing if I was going on another vacation and I get one of those.
1: Mm-hmm. But I've switched to a cart bag,
0: yeah, which is a lot bigger. A car, yeah. But I also love the big cart bag because it holds everything, you mm-hmm. know. And you know, uh, you know, whatever preference. And I don't really carry my bag a lot. I have a cart that I can push and right. walk, but I don't. I'm not really going to hoist it and carry it because my knees shatter about, oh, about God, yeah. six <laughs> or seven. Anyway. Um, I don't know, I don't have any idea why I was talking about all that. So I'm sure it was something important at the time, but probably not. <laughs> anyway, um, let's see. So Hall of Fame happened this weekend.
1: We got some really good ones in.
0: Uh, let's see. I uh, so this is an interesting conversation. Two of these guys I would vote in no question. The other two I wouldn't have even thought of putting them in.
1: Uh, I'm going with the two that we put in. I've gone. Yeah. We got some good ones in right there. <laughs> so
0: mean the first one is the
1: first ever
0: unanimous selection, mm-hmm. which. How is it that Babe Ruth was not a unanimous selection? There must yeah. have
1: been a Boston writer that was pissed? Uh, could have been. I mean, I, think about it back then in his day.
0: How's Ty Cobb not getting on unanimously? I, I, I mean, I know he was problem. an a-hole, but still. Uh, anyway, Mar- Mariano Rivera, first player ever to get unanimously big, elected big to the Mo. Hall of Fame. And I think it was his first his first eligibility well, year, I, right? I
1: believe it was.
0: So um shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. I mean, Mariano Rivera undisputedly the greatest closer of all time yes i think you could also make an argument for dennis eckersley maybe eric gagne but i don't think he was there long enough john smoltz had a great you know lee smith who got in this year uh he uh, you know he had a very he broke the record at one point Mm -hmm. and and played for the cubs and the cardinals and some other teams but i I don't think there's any question that
1: rivera is the greatest closer of all time Uh, hands down the greatest closer of all time i believe
0: through one pitch a cutter could locate it with masterful efficiency yeah. and it had so much break on the end of it. Just no one could ever touch the guy he has had. There have been more men to walk on the moon than have scored an earned run off of Mariano Rivera yeah. in the playoffs.
1: And he's one of the most interesting guys. I mean, you've listened to Joe uh, Joey Votto was given a um, Uh, interview the other day and if you listen to Joey Votto got to sit next to him gone to the all-star game in St. Louis and he's like it was the best two and a half three hour flight I've ever been on because just the stories and the way Mariano talked to you it it just it was class personified he said he's a
0: huge community guy Mm -hmm. Uh, he's very big on the opioid thing he was yeah. he, on like a number of councils and mm-hmm. works really hard to try and and you know especially you know Hispanics of his same yeah. descent like uh, I think he's Dominican I, I believe think. he's Dominican uh, I, I apologize if we're wrong on that but uh no just a great a great ambassador for the game uh well respected as, a, as an amazing player as a great player a lifetime single team player which is rare you know just uh, and so his, his uh well, some of his stats real quick here so 13-time All-Star. Only 13? Yeah. Well, that's just a sham. Um, Although, you know, you can't ever really count on – you can't use that reference on old-time players because, did you know, there used to be dual All-Star games?
1: There, yeah, back in the day there was the yeah
0: one in July mm-hmm. and then one after the season, mm-hmm. and they should do that again, I think they should do the
1: not a bad idea, yeah,
0: but I guess they' probably worry about people getting hurt mm-hmm. or something, or also the people who don't make the playoffs they're like hey man i've I'm done with baseball for the next four months, so and we are only uh three weeks away from spring training yeah we're
1: we're not that far out,
0: yeah, so uh boy guys yeah sign sign harper just i mean I. <laughs> I gotta say, I think he's going back to the Washington Nationals at this point. Where else is he going to go?
1: Well, it, it's crazy because it's the Phillies are still lurking around that talk.
0: But if he hasn't signed with the Phillies yet, why would he?
1: I, I don't know. And, and and this is the new conversation that we were talking about at the beginning of the show of the new conversation of baseball of you know holding out to the last second, right? And 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 seeing where the pieces fall because basically, with the Dodgers sign Pollock? They're they're, done. Out of, they're out of the Harper running. Well, they're not going to sign anybody else. Yeah. yeah, they're done. So they're done. So it's, 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 you know, it's just kind of where the dominoes the of the cards really are. They don't have fall. room for him. No, they right? don't. They don't. So uh, the Indians
0: would be a good spot, but they're shedding
1: payroll. They are. It, uh, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see where he really does wind up. And if he does wind up Angels, back with Washington, Phillies,
0: Nationals, I know the Cubs aren't going to sign him. So, yeah. I mean, I, there's not many. And I, I just, New York could sign him. I just don't know where he would play. You can make him a DH or That's a really good question, but I mean, I think they, they want to keep uh, Stanton as a DH or to yeah. keep him healthier, you know, cause I mean, you don't want him to lose time in the DL. Oh yeah. I, I don't know. It's it just, it, it's a very interesting thing. I, I'll admit I'm not sure I would want Bryce Harper because I'm not sure he's the player he needs to be for the controversy he causes,
1: but. It's a tough pick right now because you got to remember Bryce came right out of high school, into the MLB, mm-hmm. played, Minimal games in the minors and went right up to the majors, and he's still a little bit of a hothead. Yep. And, and he is only 26.
0: Yeah. So he hasn't even hit his prime yet. He has So, I mean, you really, I mean, you know, people can still turn it on later. And, and, he's and had he had an MVP
1: season. He has an MVP season, but he also has a season where he lost his swing completely.
0: Oh, remember my gosh, that? That was two horrible. years ago.
1: Yeah, two years ago. And last ago, year he didn't. Have, lost his
0: swing. And last year he was better, but he didn't, he didn't re- rebound. I mean, this guy's yeah. not. For, for a guy who's asking for $300 million, you should be batting three hundred.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, he, he, after, after that, 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 that two years ago season, he should have rebounded better last season than he did. Yeah. And then I think that's a concern to a lot of um, general managers and owners yep. of teams of, uh, he didn't really bounce. Back Especially when that. you
0: consider like how well the, like Adam Eaton and uh, Daniel Murphy and, mm-hmm. and uh, 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 what's the, uh, Ryan Zimmerman. Zimmer. Mm-hmm. And who's the third baseman over there? Uh, uh, yeah doesn't matter.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but just, But what I'm, what I'm getting at is they had a lot of hitters hit well. Yeah. So you can't – I wouldn't blame the hitting coach or the hitting right, staff right. for what happened. Um, anyway, for again, going back to Mariano Mar- Rivera, 40-plus saves, nine seasons. Yep. 50-plus saves, two different seasons. And the all-time record in saves at 652. So congratulations, Mariano. Uh, I think you deserved that unanimous selection. And while I'm not a huge closers getting into the hall type person – for him, no question, yep. revolutionized the position. Um, did what did did for the position what Dennis uh, Eckersley did for it the first time yep. around, and uh, just nonstop brilliant. He never had a bad year. So, uh, and he and he retired while he was still on top. which did, I like I like that yep. a lot. So, uh, before we go on to the next player, let's go ahead and jump back into our uh, trivia question. questions yep. here. So we'll start with mine here. So. Who? Uh, what are the most all-star votes ever received in one year in the NBA?
1: Okay, so obviously it was LeBron this year. Correct. All right. And do you know how many he had? Um, <laughs> let's see. All-star votes. Range of anywhere between three and five million, I'd say. Let's
0: see. It was... Oh, that's the other
1: one. I mean, that's kind of a broad spectrum, but
0: no, it's uh... sorry. I had to unblack it out. Uh, so LeBron got four point six million votes this That's year, right. and that was the record. Yeah, and I don't know if you saw it, but do you have any any guess on this? On the who was before
1: that? I didn't see it, but uh, if I'm going to make a guess, um, if it's not Michael Jordan, it's not Michael Jordan. I would have to go somewhere between Kobe or Allen Iverson.
0: No, and I think the reason that it's not any of those guys is because. I don't know if they were in the right seasons to have the online voting, right? That's true. Actually. And that kind of skews things. Yeah, like, that, no, you're, you're, you're actually vote right on that. Online now, whereas it used to be you had to go to
1: a game. Game and, and fill out the yeah, cards. You punch remember cards. doing that at the baseball stadium? I loved stadium. doing that, yeah. Punch, oh, yeah, punch, yeah the, punch punch cards. Out the little card thing. Oh, you used to love doing that. That was awesome. And I think they should go back to that, honestly. It'd be I, nice. think, I think the
0: internet voting uh, allows for bots, it allows for yeah. you know, uh, cramming or, or ballot stuffing. And I mean, I know that they say you know it wasn't fair to some players that way because. A team that was good got more fans to come to the ballpark. It's like, well, that was, yeah. I sympathize with that, but I also say, like, I put some trust in fans, and they say, you know, if, if it's a close call on a position, you know what? Okay, fine, ballot stuffers get to win. But most fans, I think, are smart. Like I remember when Johnny Damon, you know, from the, when he was playing with Kansas City, won over like some much more popular. Mm-hmm big time players on big teams. And that was when he was playing, you know, like I said, in Kansas city and he won it. Uh, that happens a lot. People, the fans are not stupid. The fans are like, no, they want to vote in the players they want to
1: see. Baseball fans are definitely like that. I mean, that's one of the things you've seen through the course of history of baseball is they will vote in the proper player instead of ballot stuffing for their home team.
0: So I, I don't mind, I don't mind if they stuff ballots a little bit, but. Right. So I got to,
1: I got to think of, uh, I got to think of the social media era then. Yeah. I... So, I'll
0: give you the first hint. It's 2009.
1: Okay. Puts me back into... Ten years ago. Was it Shaquille or Penny Hardaway? You're closer. Okay. Right team. <laughs> uh,
0: Who else is a big-time player that played for that team?
1: The Magic or... Well, that, I don't think Penny ever played for anybody else, did he? Uh, yeah, Penny only played for the Magic. Uh, big-time player, Penny... Payne... Oh, it was, uh, so I'll give you another, Vince hint. Vince Carter. No, no, wait no, no, no. It no, was no. the guy who, uh, Jackson, uh, his... Jackson, 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 Jackson. No, I'm thinking of somebody That's else. That's from Dallas Mavericks. No, um, wow. so
0: this guy on the, on slam dunk, he, uh, put a sticker on the backboard while he dunked the
1: ball. That was his, his... I, I, I know who this is. I just can't, the name ain't coming out of my mouth.
0: Likes to have a Superman jersey on or a Superman uh,
1: I, emblem? I know exactly. I guess, I guess Shaq did that, too. He Shaq did that, too. Uh, yeah. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, that's right. And he <laughs> had, in 2003 or 2009,
0: excuse me, uh, 3.1 million votes. <laughs> wow. Which is not even that many votes when you consider like how many fans there are, how many people there are in the country, right? I mean, yeah. that's not that many votes, but that 2009 internet was obviously in full swing it was social but i don't know if they, i don't know if they were using it yet social media yeah that's a little different because yeah. facebook just recently had their 10 year anniversary yeah, right they did, so yeah. and uh i love those like the showing how you aged ones and how they have those like those oh, yeah, memes the, the, you know the, the, about, the, the,
1: the, well, here's me 10 years ago here's me today i'm like here's just me <laughs> and the one i just <laughs> love
0: the most was the uh, aunt may from spider-man and how it's that old lady in the peter park or the uh uh toby mcguire Superman oh, or okay, Spider-Man, yeah, okay. and then it's Marissa Tomei in the new yeah, Spider-Man, yeah. and it's like, oh, she got younger and
1: hotter <laughs> over 10 years. She's got to doing it right. All right, and do so your okay, question. Okay, so now, who is the <laughs> only person to rush for three TDs in a Super Bowl? Rushing TDs.
0: Okay, so my first guess, I, I, I don't know why this is coming into my mind, Jerome Bettis.
1: That's a really, really good guess, but it's incorrect.
0: <laughs> okay. I'll do one more guess before I ask for a hint. Uh, let's see. I just don't think Roger Craig had that many back in the Niner days. I don't know if Gale Sayers ever came close to that, but he could have. I'm going to actually go with Emmett Smith.
1: That's another good guess. <laughs> just because he had so many opportunities. Right, right. Not it. Now, Roger Craig he did have three touchdowns, one rushing, two Two passing touchdowns in one Super Bowl makes sense for a, for a West Coast offense. Mm-hmm.
0: What about um, you? The know, one, the other one I was thinking of was uh,
1: uh,
0: uh, for the Patriots, um, uh, Legarrette Blount.
1: That's another really good guess, <laughs> but that that is also incorrect. All right, so give me the year uh, if you know it. The year I'll give you the. Uh, he went to the University of Georgia. Uh, that doesn't help me very okay. much. Okay. Um. I don't think I know anybody from Georgia. I'm trying to. I'm trying to give you a hint without giving it totally away. <laughs>
0: well, let's just go team then.
1: <laughs> I don't think you give it away even more. <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, it wasn't TD, right? Really, Terrell Davis? No kidding. I didn't. Wow, even with those migraines, huh? was it? Was it the Green Bay game or the Falcons game? Do you know?
1: Which one was it? <laughs> It was one of the two. Because remember in
0: Green Bay, they let him score that last touchdown to get yeah. the ball back and try and score themselves. I think it
1: was, a, I think it was a Green Bay game because that was the game where he kind of took the game over and so on and so forth. Well, I
0: feel like that was the game he had his migraine, and he missed maybe, maybe it was a few the, carries, and then he went back in maybe it was with a freaking migraine. Went and played football. Yeah, I don't man, that's a, that's a competitor right there. That is, but I mean. it, it
1: was TD, and I maybe it was the Atlanta game. I don't. I forgot to look which year it was.
0: He made uh, the Hall of Fame, right?
1: Last just, year? Yeah, this year.
0: I am so happy for TD. Yeah. I mean, I know that, that there's controversy about him making it with that, how short his career was. Yeah, was,
1: yeah But there my is, but,
0: goodness, he was
1: dominant. He was very dominant, and when oh. you think about the, the the competition that was around then, because mm-hmm. he went in, I think we uh, went in with LT Ladanian this year.
0: Ladanian, oh, LT was this year or LD was this year?
1: Yeah, I think they were both this year or they were both okay.
0: last year. One of the two. Yeah, I mean, well, and, and no question about Ladanian
1: from to yeah. me.
0: Yeah. Um, but I, I, having been here and living in, in Denver right around the time that his career took off, and and actually I moved here during the second Super Bowl, so he was already already full swing. Yeah. But I watched his two thousand yard year and that was not a cheap 2000 yard. I mean, every one of those yards was well-earned and they, and the Broncos ran that old style of offense with, you know, was Kubiak was the offensive coordinator Mm -hmm. and they had that famous line coach that I can't remember his name now, but they had him for a number of years, Alex Wood. No, Alex. Mm,
1: I know where you're going with it, but I don't remember his name anymore. It's been too long,
0: man. How many names have I not been able to come up with today? This is just getting embarrassing. But anyway, Alex. It, it was it
1: was your old student body right, student body left, student body up the middle, UFC right. kind of running. Yeah, in.
0: and it was always it was barrel ahead and yeah. break two tackles. I'll never forget that year that they played uh, the Falcons and, and embarrassed them in the Super Bowl. You had Jamal, Super Jamal Anderson doing the Dirty Bird, yeah, uh, Bird, you know, and and uh, they both had that great year and stuff. And it was like you know the squaring off of the two great running backs, and then it was like oh it was not even close. I mean close. you know but that was don't forget the Broncos had Atwater and Trevor Price. And those two guys, not to mention Romanowski and yeah, Al Wilson Robo. and, you know, guys out the guys up the middle. God, so Al Wilson. I mean, do when they had him and Mosley and R- Romanowski and, um, I can't remember who they had on the other side, but that was just a, just a daunting linebacking were, crew. It,
1: it, it was. At water,
0: at safety, just scaring people to death. And then, do they have, they didn't have Champ back then, right? The Champ came after that.
1: Champ came right after that.
0: Yeah. Cause they, tra- oh, yeah. Cause they traded Clinton Portis and Portis yeah. was
1: after TD. So, yep, yep. um,
0: Boy, that's a crazy. So when, when, did, when did the Broncos win?
1: Oh, that was like 97, 98. 97, they won that, that. That's when I moved here, 97. That's right. I
0: moved, yeah, I moved here in 98, yeah. which was the greatest baseball season I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, all those records were shattered, you yeah. know, and the, oh, and the yeah. fall was juiced and everything. Well, so <laughs> Everything first... was juiced. <laughs> so, uh, the juice was juiced.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, great. I,
0: that's a, that was a good question, and uh, congrats, TD. Glad to see that he has
1: dominated. And we'll come up with some more here coming into the Super Bowl weekend.
0: Okay, still haven't heard from our co-host. Yeah, yet, I mean, so
1: I'm starting to worry a little I, bit. I, I am too. It's <laughs> like usually, usually in. by 10:23, he usually. Oh, guys, I slept in. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, boy, he's either sleeping in real late or maybe it was a little hanky panky last night and uh, had to get caught up. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was. Uh, man, I'm just surprised because the fact, like you see, that he talked. Uh, or that he, that he, that he was texting with us last night. Yeah. So, I mean,
1: I can't I, imagine he was up really because I mean, I texted you guys at like nine twenty, and then he, <laughs> he got right back to me about wanting a burrito.
0: I do think that he's been having bad sleep lately uh,
1: and yeah, you know, they're just going kind to of have those
0: phases and that'll kind of make it hard to, you know, it might, it might just be a wake up and yeah, be like, Oh, I got to go back to bed. And, uh, but hey, some of us have been up since four something, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just heard a surfer on Facebook from my bed to try and stay awake. And it's going to be even harder tomorrow when I get up at three, Oof. and then so I got to get up at two a.m. on Monday, meet my my uh, coworkers at work at three, which is just right over there. Yeah, right? it's, it's a right close drive. The road. Then we're going to take the drive out to the to the airport by four, and right. then our flight's at six oh five. Now I know people are going to say it's early in the morning. Why can't you go show up at like four thirty or four forty five even? Right. Because. And now that the the shutdown is over, maybe we could, but that was the fear. Yeah, was that, that yeah. wouldn't be as many workers there and the line would be going
1: slow. Because I heard or, that and, I was out the about and I heard that late last night that the shutdown was temporarily over three weeks. Three yeah. Weeks, uh, three week yeah. Uh, continuing resolution. So yeah.
0: maybe the maybe the TSA won't have any problems and it would be fast. But I mean, I had heard that uh, Atlanta was one of the worst airports oh, okay. in the country Atlanta's because of the always shutdown. The worst. And that's my transfer.
1: I oh, transfer okay. from there
0: to another airline to go down to Sarasota. I don't know if you've ever
1: been in the Atlanta yep. airport. Twice. Yep.
0: yep. That's where I went to a business meeting last year yep. down there in, in Atlanta. So it's going to be a long flight. And if I don't get that, if that video game thing doesn't show up today, I'm going to be really <laughs> bummed because it's like a four hour flight to uh, three and a half hour, three or three and a half hour flight out to Atlanta and then like an hour and 10 down to Sarasota. Right. It's the coming back from Atlanta to Denver is like a four and a half hour flight cause yep. of the jet stream. Yep. And I already told my boss, I'm like, you're not expecting me to show up at work. Right, that I'm going mean. straight home, so <laughs> I'll be getting in at like 1.30, I think, so,
1: yeah.
0: and I've been and in and because... What,
1: what, what, where are you flying? Uh, what's that? What
0: airline? Uh, Delta, both ways. Delta. So yeah, they have, an, have in-house options. TV? I don't know. I don't watch TV on the flights. I, so I, I that's what
1: I've done. I've, I've watched, <laughs> I, I, I'll watch, because uh, like uh, when I fly Southwest, uh, I'll get ESPN, Discovery Channel, <laughs> so I'm pretty content. Right. The whole flight. i
0: uh, I'm going to want to sleep. But I, I gotta I try not to. can't sleep on an
1: airplane. I mean, I just
0: well, I can't. I don't want. I don't want to because my sleep apnea makes me snore so yeah. loud. I'm afraid I would really bother some people, <laughs> and it's not it's not a good thing for me to just sleep that way anyway. Right. Uh, I don't have a travel unit, so I have to have my whole full unit. I guess I could plug it in to the thing underneath the seat. Right now, both flights, I've got an empty row.
1: We'll oh,
0: see if cool. that holds. But I mean, it's only two days out. Right. And that gives me a good shot. And that's a good shot. Who the hell wants to fly at you know six in the morning? That's so,
1: the other thing. <laughs> oh, it's going to be brutal.
0: I got to take an Uber back. And my boss was like, how much of a bill is that going to be? And I was like, well, probably like 60 bucks. And they were like, oh, well, parking is like 12 bucks a day. So it's oh, still Uber, cheaper Uber than from parking. from to here? Yeah.
1: Oh, when I got back from uh, my last trip, uh, my Uber from the airport to where I live was only 30 bucks. Really? My, my Uber to the train station going out in the morning was 20 bucks. But I looked at Uber because I was going to take the train back and it from Union Station to my place. Yeah. But I looked right at Uber when I got off the plane, and they're like $30 right outside. I'm oh. like, done.
0: Yeah, I'll check <laughs> I'll, yeah, that and Lyft and see which one is cheaper. Yeah. I mean, I get to put it on my corporate card, so yeah. it's not like it comes on off of my bill. Right. So um, anyway, so uh, back to actual sports. Yes. So the second uh, – Person to make it in the Hall of Fame, I'm sure that you did. You disagreed with this one vehemently and that uh, we're angry to see him get in, <laughs> Mr. Roy Halladay.
1: Doc, Doc, Arvada West Project. Arvada, project. Arvada,
0: Arvada uh, yeah, Arvada, baby. I mean, what a representation.
1: Yep, Colorado in the house. Uh, he's going in with no logo on his hat, so the Quest of the family, which I think is uh, very um, respectful to the Blue Jays and the Phillies organizations. I, I, I like the move. Um, we all know who we played for, right. uh, being true fans. It's hard, to, it's hard to say which, which one would be better. I, I know. He that's won the his thing. World Series with Philly, but he was only there for four years. He was only there for four He his dominated first, his first his, playoff you know? game was a no-no.
0: Yeah, over you know, right, the Division Series. Yeah,
1: yeah, so his first playoff start was a no-hitter. I think he had one walk that day.
0: He didn't make the playoffs ever with Toronto? No. Although, I, I mean, he won I'm the Cy Young sure. like
1: twice I'm with pretty him. sure it was never with Toronto because, yeah, they just showed uh, wow. a lot of – I saw it on one of the clips from the Phillies. Uh, right after they announced the uh, the the Hall of Fame voting, and then his first literal game was what was a no hitter, and he was unstoppable that game. I mean, yeah. his pitches were on fire; no one they could went,
0: touch him. And then they went to the World Series, lost to the Yankees, and then the second time they beat somebody. Right. Well,
1: the first World Series, because I, I was at both of them. Okay. Um, the first World Series, they beat Tampa Bay. And the second oh. World Series, they lost to the Yankees. So I was at Game oh. 3 of the first year, Game 5 of the second
0: year. Okay, and that's when they had Cliff Lee, uh, mm-hmm. who was a very hard-to-figure-out pitcher. He was. He had, like, four amazing seasons among a bunch of bad seasons. Yes, yes. Uh, kind of reminds you of Jake Arrieta, almost. Mm-hmm. Except Arrieta had a nice little year last year for the he Phillies. he did. So uh, probably shouldn't put the curse of death on him. Uh, no, 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 uh, no. Two Cy Young Awards, eight-time All-Star, 203 and 105 record. 338 ERA, 1.18 WHIP and 2117 strikeouts. Great career. Mm-hmm. Can't argue at all with uh, getting him in. Uh due to the you know the the horrible circumstance where he died in that plane wreck, and like he right. like I think he drowned right like, said, like it, cause crash it crashed upside down
1: see I think he actually did drown because it did crash upside down and he wasn't that far off the water when it
0: crashed right and got stuck in there yeah. and um I don't know if it was like a personal
1: it was like a, like a training flight right like it was like uh, it was like a, a little trainer. Yeah, a little a little, a little uh, training plane is what it was yeah, I know that like, a lot of these guys like even John Denver used to fly these little uh, experimental not experimental, but these little right. training planes and so on and so forth. And, uh, and, and, you know, we don't we, we only hear about the big names that crash or, you know, someone that crashes like, you know, Harrison Ford landed on the golf course. Right. You know, we only hear about that. But there's a lot of these smaller planes that crash that we just never hear about.
0: Right. Because they're not not famous people. Exactly.
1: Or exactly. Um,
0: but uh, just oh, that's my like, least. Those are probably the two worst ways I can think of dying, plane crashing and drowning.
1: I know oh, the only thing, I, I okay.
0: the only thing that could be worse is fire. That yeah. fire must hurt like just unbelievably oh, it's gotta be but, but you figure you'd choke to death in a very short amount of time. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, there, there can't there, there's no such thing as a pleasant way to die. No, but, no. Uh anyway, we'll just move on. <laughs> uh so the next two players, I personally, just my opinion, neither one of these guys deserve to be in the Hall of Fame at all.
1: Well, Edgar got in on his last year of eligibility. Yep. And, um, and for
0: people who don't know, you need to get seventy five percent of the vote oh, right. to get into the Hall of Fame. That's... If you get under a certain amount of votes you you're you're gone. And then and you, I don't, get,
1: you get into the uh the senior eligibility or whatever that the yeah other it's called the is.
0: uh today's game era committee,
1: yeah, that's which is, is just
0: weird. Do we know how many years are you eligible
1: I'm not. I, I mean, on, on the first 10? round, it's 10. Yeah. On the first round, it's 10.
0: Okay, because so I, I remember Blylevin, It was a big, a lot of talk about Blylevin yeah. last year, and he didn't make it, or Jack Morris didn't yeah. make you it. you
1: get 10 on the first one, and then in, in, in the post there where you can get voted in on the whatever exemption.
0: Uh-huh, the um, today's game. Today's
1: game, yeah. um, You know, you get to go for that. But, you know, Martinez was right on the border. I mean, he took 10 years to get right on the border.
0: Yep. I just... Both him and Harold Baines I don't think deserve to be in, and it is because they're designated hitters, and not that I don't think a designated hitter deserves to go. I think a designated hitter needs to be above and beyond Mm. because they didn't hit the field. And Harold Baines was a very good designated hitter, but he was not great. Edgar Martinez was also a very good designated hitter, but he wasn't he great. wasn't
1: great. And that's, is, I, think see, they, I think that's why it took the 10 years. I mean, mm-hmm. because like I said, he's, you're not wrong on this. You're right. He's right on the verge of being a yay, yay or nay. Right. You know, it, it's just one of those things where, you know, he did. He got, I mean, how many votes did he get? Did he get 76%? Uh, something then, like that. 76, 77? It, yeah, it was very he close. He was very close. So he's like right on the verge yeah. of, of, you know, your, your, your normal just, voting.
0: I guess my personal feeling was that the first designated hitter to get in the Hall of Fame should be David Ortiz. Because he was elite, he was elite. He was yeah. amazing, and he'll he be in,
1: unstoppable. He should be on first ballot when he gets
0: eligible. I would say first or second, he's going. And what yeah. is it?
1: Five years out of the league?
0: Yes, five yeah. years in retirement. So, yeah. uh, I to, but that that to me would have been the proper way to send off that position. Yeah, is, is when you do a position that's not a common position in the Hall of Fame. I just feel like the first one should be the undisputed deserves to be there, and technically, you could say that. Uh, Harold Baines made it first. Cause even though Harold Baines and Lee Smith are going in on the same induction prime, right. the today era committee votes are earlier in the year yes. than the hall of fame vote. Yeah. And I think it's a good thing they do that because if you, you don't want to announce them all at the same time, cause you want to give the recognition to the guys who got in, you know, on the, on the, on the prior vote or the first mm-hmm. vote thing and not the, not the committee thing. Um, I mean, and again, I'm not trying to say that this guy's not a good player. I mean, he was. He was a very good player. Seven-time All-Star, two batting titles, five-time Silver Slugger, which I guess that just means you're the best designated hitter those five years. And yeah, that's pretty had much some, what that means. He had some good years. I mean, he batted 312 for a career, 309 homers, 1260 RBIs, a 933 OPS. Those are good numbers. They're not epic numbers. They're not elite numbers. They're a very good player who's going to start for years for you, no question. But just because a player starts doesn't mean that player is Hall of Fame worthy, in my opinion. And I, yeah. I, I'm sure people have other opinions, and, and, and I'm not going to try and argue against them going. I'm just saying if I was a baseball writer and had a vote, he would not have been on my ballot.
1: Um, you know, you make perfect points there. None of those numbers are elite whatsoever. Right. You know, but they're good. And, and and yes, if I was
0: an American League team, and uh, I see where you yeah yeah you got, you got like a cut or a, a, a yeah I
1: burned my lip on some soup Thursday morning. Uh, oh, is I, that
0: what that is? Yeah, you can see the blister on there. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I came inside and it was freezing cold, so I threw some soup in the microwave real quick. <laughs> uh, uh, it was steak. And, uh, it was steak and potato soup, and uh, the the bowl I took out wasn't that warm. And uh, well, the soup was, oh. I, I put it in my mouth and that steak and potato sat right there. And I was like, oh,
0: oh. and it just takes about a half a second to burn. Oh, so, yeah. You know.
1: um, the other guy that made
0: it in the Hall of Fame uh, on voting was Mike Musina. I wish Nate was here because and he was just as much of a him as I was that next morning. It was like, this guy should not be going to the Hall of Fame. Yes, he was a good player. Mm-hmm. I would have voted 800 times before I'd vote for Mike Musina. You know why? Because Mussina was just average a lot of his career he had yes. a couple of good years like one or two years with the orioles he was good and like one year with the yankees the rest of the time yeah. he was very normal very average now he was a starter worth yes absolutely he he deserved to be a starter every year that he was playing yeah. but he's not i mean the the, the the makes it makes me feel like the hall of fame doesn't mean as much now here's the goofy thing right Is you look at the numbers right and we just went over roy halliday's numbers yes. of 203 and 105 a three thirty eight RBI or ERA, one point one eight WHIP and two thousand one hundred strikeouts. Mussina was two seventy and one fifty three, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot more wins, yeah. And so more wins and then more losses than uh, Roy Halladay. So two seventy and one fifty three, a three point six eight ERA, so point three higher, a one point one nine WHIP, so point oh one higher, and two thousand eight hundred strikeouts, so seven hundred more strikeouts, right? Now what I don't know is how many more years he played. Now he did not win a single Cy Young award, and that's a big deal to me. You don't have to have a Cy Young award to go into the Hall of Fame as a pitcher, but it
1: it's it, it it, 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 it something
0: that has to come up. Yeah. Because you should have won one to be if you weren't ever the best pitcher in the league while you were a pitcher. Right. Are you a Hall of Famer? Yeah. You know I, that that is hard for me to go along with. He was a five time All Star. He did finish in the top five voting six times for the Cy Young. But, again, he never won one, and I don't know if he was ever second place. He was a seven-time gold glover, so he has a good glove off the net, mm-hmm. off the mound. But he's also – that's not elite. I mean, Greg Maddox had 12 or 13 of them. Yeah. So, I, 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 I don't like these numbers at all. I, I think this is a – this cheapens the Hall of Fame. No offense to Orioles and Yankee fans out there who might have been big supporters. Again, I'm not saying he's not a good player, but like with Edgar, I don't vote him in.
1: So the, the the question here is, um, what year is Mussina eligibility? Uh, to get in was this? Do you remember? I did not look that up at all. I, I forget what what year. Yeah, um, so I'd have to say it's a little bit closer to his the tenure of getting in than anything with those numbers.
0: Yeah, I I can't remember when he retired, but it had to have been yeah probably. Well, I guess it couldn't have been older later than two thousand nine, because. He'd probably be past eligibility, right. unless we're wrong on the number of years that you're eligible. So, um, but anyway, uh, as for Lee Smith, and we talked about Lee Smith and Harold Baines back when that vote came out uh, a number of episodes ago. I uh, no problem with Lee Smith getting in because he did hold the record for the most saves in the league.
1: Uh, his career ended November twentieth, two thousand and eight, I think, with the, one of the Yankees World Series.
0: Two thousand and eight. Okay, yeah. so five years to become eligible. Uh, so he probably still. So he's probably only like year six or seven. Yeah. But I, I just, I, you know, sometimes I think it's the PR campaign that your agent or 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 PR, uh, PR company runs for you to get in. Uh, I just don't think that he was, you know, kind of at that level. Oh, just got a text message. Is I, that I, from? Uh, is that from our co-host? I don't,
1: I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know why I'm, I'm hearing any sound. All my sounds turned off. <laughs> there yeah, he it just is. Woke up. He couldn't fall asleep last night.
0: Um, well, you know, if you're listening, you know, it's Stevie, still going? Yeah, tell them to call in here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's so funny. I uh, I am, I have to remember for for Monday morning to set my phone, my close alarm, my close uh, in the bedroom alarm clock, and my bathroom alarm clock, and they're all going to be set on buzzers or beeping because you never know. I can sometimes sleep through talking.
1: Oh, but... I can too. And then the worst part is, if I was in your situation on Monday, I would have never gone to sleep. And I know that probably wouldn't have been possible at all, but. That's just the way I am sometimes. You, you know, I consider that
0: is like sleeping in really late on Sunday and then
1: being um, up all night. And
0: then being up all night, but the thing is I just I need that reset.
1: Right, right, right. And
0: to be up all day waiting to fly, I just eh, that's not yeah. good. No, that, I, no, I
1: know I know where you're coming from.
0: <laughs> um, and you we can jump into the NFL?
1: Yeah. And, uh, the obvious, uh, <laughs> the obvious. Uh, let's see, the the two blatant and, uh, no calls that were no calls. It wasn't just pass interference; they missed a complete targeting foul too uh, in this game. So he actually got fined for the targeting foul, twenty seven thousand uh, dollars. Roger Goodell is still being very, 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 very silent on the whole matter. So we had two. Basically, we were talking about the play heard around the world. Uh, Might be the most egregious non-call in the history of sports right now, depending on looking at the situation of everything and so on and so forth. So there's pass interference and targeting on the play. And I just saw another angle of everything last night. Yeah, Um, It was from down towards uh, the end zone, camera sideline, where the ref, number 60, whatever that guy's name is, he looked right at the call, the guy up – the guy up the line on the sideline Thank you. Um, is literally was ready to throw the flag. You see number 60 running up and all of a sudden he starts shaking his head and, and starts pumping his fist down going, no, don't call it. <laughs> and it's like, I, I didn't see that angle from before, but it's, it's one of those things where how in, in the history of, <clears throat> excuse me, in the history of, we we focused on targeting so much in the preseason and the regular season mm-hmm. and, well, and 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 the day and age we live in with how many officials are on the field and cameras how do we miss something like this
0: i think first off
1: uh
0: it they had, the whole game and and last week or i guess did two weeks ago now but the week before in the divisional round it seemed like they had had come to an agreement to let the players play right and so i think that was a big part of it. And I will say when I saw that play live, I said, I wonder if he got there earlier or not, but it was close. I mean, see, we see all these replays where it's like, Oh, he got there before the ball. Well, it's not going that slow when you're, when you're watching it, it's going in real time, which is fast. And I think it was just bad angle or, you know, trying to let the the players play. And I understand why the saints team and, and, and fans are, are upset or feel like they got cheated a little bit. But I just – you know what? It was one play. And it was, I know it, it, it's only onto the spotlight because it was a play that would have ended the game.
1: Right. And the big thing for me – because we could go back to the, um, the face mask on Jarrett Golf, the series before. Sure. It was a sure. little face mask and never got called. Um, the, the big thing for me is is because everyone says pass and, find, and you, I'm not, it's straight textbook targeting. Left and right feet – hit him, went, went with the crown of his helmet to his helmet. I mean, it's, it's a textbook. <laughs> oh, did it go to Tim with the helmet? Oh, yeah. Okay. It, it's a textbook as targeting as you can ever get. Yeah. The pass interference is besides the pass. But I
0: think it's hard and that's play they to went see
1: back and at find same time. And right, and that's yeah. what
0: they usually do is they and find here, those afterwards. And, and, and
1: I'll tell you what. Here's where I love the college game. The college game will go in and targeting because they get kicked out of the game if it's targeted. So they actually will go to the replay to get the call right. If it's that,
0: yeah, I guess I don't like the idea. <clears throat> excuse me of of replays for penalties becoming a big thing. Yes, yeah. I think we start slowing games down too much, right? And we don't want to do that. And then you know, I, I think that our local radio guy stink. He made some good points about two two different things. Number one is if you're going to start saying that we can call reviews on penalties or say, hey, there was a penalty that should change this play. How many now? Is it just penalties that weren't called, or is it penalties that were called and, right, and rescinded? Right. And that's
1: where you kind of get in that gray area.
0: If you had a camera trained as a as a team, right? You're the you're the team, and there's a camera trained on every part. So there's there's a one camera on the line, there's one camera on the quarterback, one camera on the running back, one on each of the you know midfield, short field, and deep pass ball. Yes. Right? There's all these cameras on the field. How many plays? Would you be able to contest almost all?
1: Everywhere. Because I mean, there's always it's like usually oh, somebody on held. Every play. Yeah, this,
0: this guy held. Yeah. This guy did pass interference. This guy did, uh, you know, blocking the back. Whatever it is, you can get yourself into such a tizzy of problems. Yeah, it's you know what they they're doing a job. It's not an easy job it's to not, do. It's not. It's not. And they do, in my opinion. They do seem to make more errors now than they used to.
1: Well, I know going into the playoffs, there was one of the top crews was doing the game, and I don't remember which game this was, but I remember how terrible the officiating it was because that's all they could talk about Monday morning, right? Of how this 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 top notch crew completely just screwed the game, and um, I don't know. It's like I said, it's the targeting part of it because when he hit him, he spun him around off his feet. That's how hard he hit him down the absolutely,
0: down the, absolutely, you know,
1: yeah, and then that's a that's where the one guy wants to throw the flag. The other guy doesn't want to throw the flag. And now yeah, to me, you have to get together and talk about it at least. Right. I
0: think that there must be a hierarchy. So maybe if you're the line judge, you have to acquiesce to the umpire. And if you're the umpire, you have to acquiesce to the Mm sideline judge. And if you're the sideline judge, you have to acquiesce to the head guy. Or I I don't know what the, I don't know what all the ones are, but I I don't know how the hierarchy works. I think you can overrule based on positioning or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I don't, you know, too often they call, they blow a call, they blow uh, the the play dead. And then you find out later that the guy, you know, like, oh, that was a fumble and he should have been been able to run it in for a touchdown. Right. But we're going to have so many problems. Like you think about that one play where the chiefs were called for roughing the passer on Brady. And the only thing that happened was the guy's fingers grazed his face. face mask. mask,
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's, there, there's a lot of stuff. The NFL. Bless you. you. Uh, And again, Oh, as Seinfeld would Woo. say, you're so beautiful. <laughs> good looking. It's good looking. Uh, um, but it, it, there's there's something to be said, you know, I because mean, uh, it's so subjective to, to this, that, and the other. That's with the, the way. word. Yeah,
0: that's subjective. the word. It's subjective.
1: It, it, and no it one's going to
0: call things the same.
1: They, they aren't. And that's that's where we have to come down to, you know, getting uh, – I don't know. It's, it's just one of those things where you, you go back and you start look, analyzing it all week and looking at all these plays all week. And it's like
0: – they need to if they're going to if they're going to start allowing you know questioning of a, of a of a penalty that wasn't called or was called and and trying to get it changed i know billacheck has been pushing for that forever because yeah. the patriots love taking advantage of, of you know when when you're such a well disciplined team you don't make many er- of those kind of errors huh? and so they like, like to abuse another team for, for hurting themselves right yeah. that's the patriots are famous for that but then you also think about the why is the replay done on the field with a tablet why is, the, why is the replay call not done by an official, uh, you know, a referee or whatever from the NBA or from the, from the NFL? He's in New York, one for each game, and that guy has the overall say on anything. Well, that's and what they said. The play... NHL does
1: that out in Toronto. Right. But what, what, works, what, right? what, what, they, what they do is they have the replay official in the booth. The referee gets to look at the replay on the field, and the call gets made between the both of them what they see.
0: Okay, I guess I'm okay with that. I just feel like
1: – But now mm-hmm. you're talking about um, – how many different different replay officials are around yeah, the league.
0: Yeah, it's just too much. I, just, I, I would just like to have one guy for each game yeah. in New York Central
1: Office or yep. wherever the Central Office is. For the NFL, it's New York. City. Yeah, and
0: then be like, okay, we're not sure about this play. What is your call?
1: The guy can have
0: the five angles in his big TV room on big screens. Right.
1: Because say, oh, he's going to he have here. he's going to he have the, he's going to be a subjective opinion the same way for each of them instead of having twelve different people in twelve different stadiums right. having their opinion on what they saw
0: right right so I mean, there's no perfect solution to this but uh I you, you talk about how big penalties are right so that penalty causes the Saints not to win that game yeah. they, they could run the clock they could have
1: ran the clock on kick the, they could have scored a touchdown for all they care how
0: about how, that would have well, changed no, the betting line. well no but they wouldn't have uh. But if he had caught that ball or gotten that penalty call, they'd have just knelt, knelt the ball out because they were ahead. They could have. Right? They could have,
1: they gave it to Ingram, either or.
0: I, I, why would you not kneel it? Game's over. <laughs> and then uh, the other game was the same way. Penalty was the huge call, right? Mm-hmm. D. Ford, who didn't involve himself in the play at all. He didn't not cause close. Brady to rush the pass, didn't, didn't touch him, didn't get in there. But he was lined up a half of a quarter of a foot into the neutral zone. And
1: it was obvious. It was obvious. It was obvious on a
0: play that I, I think if it uh, wasn't as
1: Brady, I think if it it wasn't as obvious as it was, that they probably would to call
0: it. But how do you not? How is a player when you're getting down? How do you not look down at the ball? You know, it's like especially when you're doing a three-point stance, you, you don't look over and see, oh, the ball's right there. Shoot! You I can see back. it clearly, and I tell you what, I mean. Again, I will never, ever, ever have any sympathy for people calling one play to change a game. It's like, you know what? Game shouldn't have even been close. Yeah. Look at look at the college. There was no big controversial um, penalty calls in the college world series or the college football playoffs. Right. Why? Because none, none of those games were close.
1: Yeah, they were. They were over
0: by the third quarter. Yeah. So there's no reason to look at that. So you know what? I, I agree with Bill Belichick on the part of you know what? If you want to win the game, win going away. Yeah. Make it so it's not close. Make mm-hmm. it so it doesn't matter. You know, and if you can't do that, then you then you are you are risking failure, and that's that's the game. Yeah, that's when the Patriots away
1: forever. Right, and <laughs> and
0: you know now don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Bill Belichick wouldn't take advantage of a replay on a penalty if it would help him win. Of course well, he would. Course the he guy's going to take every advantage he can get. Of course he would. But he doesn't. His teams don't make those silly errors.
1: Yeah, they, that's the one thing you can always say about the Patriots, and I always call the Patriots America's team and not that mm-hmm. house. Absolutely. You know, just because they're winners. If yeah. um, they're a great organization oh. with Robert Kraft.
0: Because yeah, they've been and they and they, but, you know, I mean, yeah, you can talk about the Spygate yeah. and the and the whatever, but I mean, the the team is yeah. amazing.
1: But uh, it, you know, it's it, 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 God, they're, they're 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 so meticulous in the way they do things. Because like I said, you know, the key to the game is going to be what does Belichick, if from last week's show, what does Belichick come out and do in the first half against Patrick Mahomes? What right. did he do you do? Fourteen nothing at the half. Dude, wasn't it?
0: no I, points
1: he, for the yeah. for the Chiefs.
0: Now, the fact that the Chiefs came back and made that a very close game down in the end and actually should have won uh, is, is all the more impressive. And, and give, I give Patrick Mahomes and that team all the credit in the world. Uh, they were a gimmick offense last year. They were not. I was not sold on them at all. This year, they matured into a devastating offense. And you
1: got to give a lot of credit to Andy Reid. Andy Reid is such yep. a great coach at halftime yep. making adjustments.
0: Great adjustments. Mm. Absolutely.
1: Fantastic adjustments
0: to come back and start scoring on that Patriot team that had rendered them moot. Yes. You know, and also the the Chiefs did overcome losing their starting running back. Now I'm not sure that they that he was an amazing running back. You know, just like I'm not sure that Le'Veon Bell is that amazing. I think sometimes the system and the line right. play into that. But what Le'Veon was, and what Kareem Hunt was, even if you want to say like at a poor man's, although I think he's faster than Le'Veon. What he was Probably a is. three down back, mm-hmm. and that's a three down back means you can block, you can run, and you can catch, and and Hunt could do all three and that's why losing him is a big deal and they've overcome it without a whole lot of a loss in in their step in terms of of their of their winning. Uh great games last week. Uh Oh no, I'm thinking 2 weeks ago it was in Vegas. Uh,
1: no, you were there. Boy, there 2 weeks
0: man, ago. Man, time's going by so fast. It's crazy. <laughs> great great games both of them. I mean, they were both very exciting games. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was nice to see. And I wanted the Chiefs to win because I've got a futures bet that would have won me about right. 350 bucks, but it's all right. This will be a good game. I'm not going to bet against the Ra- or the Saint, uh the Patriots. <laughs> I, I I've learned my lesson twice in a row. I bet against them. I don't know what I was thinking, and both times they they won. Um, I didn't actually bet money against them last right. week, but bet on. You know, my my bet was four. So whoever, and uh, I won't bet against them again. But I will be rooting for the Rams. Could be yeah, kind of a reversal of fortune, right?
1: Didn't well, I, I saw somebody put this on their Facebook page. Uh, I, I don't remember who put it on there. And I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't even an Eagles fan. Um, they said, uh, I'm going to have a Super Bowl watch party this year. He's like, caveat, he's like, we'll be watching last year's Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, I'm even more critical of the Patriots. They lose Super Bowls. They don't have the hangover. They lose a the Super Bowl. They're back in it. They lose a the Super yeah. Bowl. And. I don't know. I, I think the Patriots are favorites by three points.
1: Which it uh, th- was two and a half as of yesterday. It couldn't get okay. to three. Oh, I, I think I, I look at it back
0: back when it first came okay, up. Yeah. And it's
1: fifty-eight points for the over/under, I think, which is a uh, ties the record.
0: I'm just glad that they voted or they put the favorite on the Patriots because if it's not on the Patriots, you have no chance. Right. Because they'll be so slighted and angry about not being the favorite. Oh yeah, yeah. That they'll just come out and just just you know destroy you. Question: If the Patriots win the Super Bowl. Does Gronkowski retire?
1: If I was Gronk, yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. You already have all your money. you got to use all the endorsement money you make. (laughs) I mean, you're already living large. Yep.
0: You're getting out of there without any serious long-term injury. Yeah. He's had plenty of injuries, but nothing that's permanent. Yeah. And uh, you know what? He's already got an offer on the table from WWE. Oh, God. (laughs) come be a wrestler and join The Rock. Yeah. You know, why not?
1: Go on on top and go. Just head out of there.
0: Yep, he's got the – I mean, I don't know why he started shaving his head because then he had that mop of hair he kind of looks like an all shucks good old boy Right. and you wouldn't think of him as like anything but just a you know just a good player said, you know, and, iPods, he, iPods, you know iPods, and, and i know he's i know he's a partier but he doesn't really get in
1: trouble that i can think of i mean no he doesn't headed. get in trouble he just loves the party Yeah. And, i mean he brings the party he party, and then he knows his limits he doesn't get into hammers oh a he, hammer he was bronking you know. up on Jamel Hill at the to Kentucky Derby i think they showed <laughs> video of that It was just Jamel just got this look boy, on her face and if
0: we just want to be pigs for a minute i mean He's not in a relationship, right? He never seems like he's ever in a I relationship. I don't think he <laughs> Because I'm guessing that he goes and parties with a new woman every night. I mean, why wouldn't you?
1: I don't think he You know? I, I, at least I don't hear of him being in one.
0: It must be so fun to be
1: a beautiful person, you know? I mean, <laughs>
0: life just must be a whole different world, you know? It's just... I mean, not that, not that people don't work to, to be, you know, right, right. but they also have, you know, obviously they have some genetic helps. I mean, yeah. Demi Rose Mabry, you know, I'm sure she worked hard to look that beautiful, but she also has unbelievable genes that, yeah. you know, gave her a perfect body, just like he's got the genes that gave him an amazing figure. Mm-hmm. But I just think it must just be amazing for pretty people. I just, I, I just think it would be fun to live that yeah. life for like 10 minutes. And just when you walk somewhere and everybody's staring at you in like, in a lustful way, it's gotta be, yeah. it's gotta be somewhat engaging. Oh, definitely. You know? even though it probably gets frustrating after a while too, right? <laughs> Cause you're like, can you look, can you look at me just normal and listen to me for a second instead of just be oogling, you know, but you know, Hey, so, grass, grass is always greener. Yeah.
1: So let's think of this real quick, because I mean, look at, look at what the Patriots have done now in the last 17 years, nine straight um, AFC championships is it nine or 10. But I mean, It's 9 it's nine. Let's look at the teams that are. They've been no, playing. I'm sorry.
0: Nine straight appearances
1: in That's the camp, right. in the conference
0: championship. They've
1: been playing the Jets, the Bills and the Dolphins. I mean, how <laughs> set up have you been to just get into the playoffs every single year?
0: Well, why haven't those <laughs> teams figured out how to beat you? That's the thing. I mean, Miami is the only one that ever really did it.
1: Jets did it one year.
0: Yeah. Uh, Bills have only done it a couple of occasional games Miami does it miami in is consistent.
1: down in miami they actually beat they beat them a fair yeah. amount of time times. they just can 't beat anybody else
0: no <laughs> but uh, i don 't know i mean you know the, figure I got figure the Broncos and the Miami are two of the and and the Giants are like the three biggest teams looking for a quarterback yeah. uh, there might be maybe there 's others, but those are the ones that really come to the top of my mind that yeah. don 't have anybody that they 're really looking to although uh well, we can get into that when we start getting closer to the draft. Before we hit, uh, before we hit the end of the show, because we're down
1: to about yep, uh,
0: five minutes, yep. I do want to just run over quickly the fancy foot uh, baseball top ten currently on the ESPN head-to-head list.
1: And this is the. Uh,
0: one through 10, right? Correct. Okay. I actually, one through 11, because yeah. I wanted to throw that on there. So, Mookie Betts is number one. I don't think anyone can argue with that. No. That guy was far and away the best player last year. Uh, the number three, number two is Mike Trout, because he's Mike Trout. And Mike Trout is so consistent that you, you know, he never gets hurt. Uh, and you can't argue with that. No. Jose Ramirez, who was amazing last year and very good the year before. He's number three now, and mm-hmm. I think he's earned that spot. The guy steals, hits, hits for power, and hits for RBI. Mm-hmm. Doesn't get hurt, and he's young. Uh, fourth is J.D. Martinez. Now, that one, boy, I mean, I know the Red Sox are a great team. I know he had a fantastic year. He was had a chance at a triple crown. Guy was off, you know, hitting on the screws last year. Mm-hmm. Guy's got an injury history. He does. Guy has an inconsistent hitting history. I that's that's that screams overcompensation. Yeah, and you know he was a great bargain if you got him in the second or third round last year. But boy, I I just
1: I I don't, that, I, I don't think he belongs there. Yeah, it's just boy, <laughs> that's a risk. That's a risk.
0: Uh, Francisco Lindor, no problem there. Nope. that guy busted out last year, kind of had his breakout season. Nolan Arenado is next. Now I had Nolan Arenado on my team last year. Not a good start to the year did catch up in pace at the end of the year, had a great second half. But, of course, if your team's already out of it, it doesn't he help doesn't much. Make the only reason that I would consider taking him earlier than this, even though he didn't quite earn it last year, this is his contract year. Yep, it is. And as of right now, it doesn't look like the Rockies are in a good spot to keep him, which would make it seem like his whole thing should be, if I can crush it this year, I can go out and get that $300 million contract. Yeah. If Bryce Harper ends up signing for $250 or less, the Rockies would be smart in May or June to offer Arenado that contract, mm-hmm. the same amount, whatever it is, right about the same amount, same number of years, and see if he bites to avoid all the chaos in spring tr- or in the, in the offseason. He may not take it. He's kind of been vocal about he wants a title. He wants to go to the playoffs. He's not about the money. He's about the accolades. And it's just – the Rockies have been getting better and better and had a real nice year last year, and this will be the tell of the year. If they can get to the World Series, he might stick around. Or if they get into the National League Championship Series. But they're going to have to win their first division title. And, boy, the Dodgers look like they're poised to get it again. They they really are. um, We'll see. Um, Freddie Freeman. I think this is him finally getting the do – and people finally are going to believe in him. He's done it enough years in a row, yep. which probably means I'll end up drafting this guy, and <laughs> he'll have a disaster of a year. Chris Sale, do not agree with
1: this pick. No. He is
0: a very good pitcher. He is a somewhat injury-prone pitcher. No doubt he's amazing. I just I don't see it. I Max Scherzer the only every year that he could be the best player in baseball fantasy baseball yeah he never does it he doesn't stay healthy he doesn't be consistent uh, whatever you want whatever the reasons are boy that's a it, you know but uh, but you're probably getting them at the cheapest price that you've gotten them in a while mm-hmm. so I, I like i said i don't have a big problem with that but i i put number 11 on here because it's jose altuve yeah. this was a top two pick the last two years I in a row say, I mean... boy do i love him i would you boy give me You know, it's funny. I know that our listeners don't hear the, the blog talk radio warnings come on, but it's like, it is
1: distracting. It really is.
0: Jose Altuve, man, you give me that number 10 pick. Well, it's 12 in my league and I pick up him and Scherzer or I don't know him. And I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but you know, you know, Brad, uh, Brad, no, who's the guy who plays for Houston? I mean, George Springer, obviously, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. Anyway, I mean, Jose Altuve and, uh, Who's the shortstop for uh, for Houston, Um, uh, dude? This is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Career? My God, I haven't my team two years. I can't remember. Wow, that's really sad. I'm I'm uh, not uh, thinking baseball. (laughs) Number eleven, number eleven, name I can't remember. Anyway, the you get the shortstop and the and and Jose Altuve from the Astros, dude. Carlos Correa, that's his name. Carlos Correa, yeah, Correa. You got yourself a hell of a one two combo. So, anyway, we're about out of time, JP. You want sure. to say anything in the last uh, 30 seconds here? Uh,
1: no, just uh, we had the first female Team USA woman. Uh, she competed in the skills competition. She was the seventh fastest skater last night amongst the men. So, congratulations to her at Kendall Coyne Showfield from a uh, the US Team USA.
0: Very nice. Well, thanks again for tuning in, everyone. Go ahead and follow us on Facebook and like us on Twitter, or like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And everyone, have a wonderful weekend.
1: Offensive.